When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today's show is brought to you by Magic Mind, the world's first productivity shot. Visit magicmind.co slash WATP and use the promo code WATP for 20% off your one-time purchase and 50% off a subscription when stacked with subscription discounts on the site. Magicbag.co slash WATP. Happy T. Hanks giving. <laughs> I know y'all hungry. This Fuck is yeah. the season. I know y'all hungry. Welcome to Granny's house, please have a seat. She'll fix you a plate, yeah, so you can eat. I know you see her throwing back all that food. You look so hungry, yeah, I know you want to eat. Ooh, I want some turkey. I want some turkey. I want some turkey. this arrogance that yeah. John has that he feels he is better than, that he deserves more than. He thinks he's a big talent. Yeah. Here we go. Episode 4. Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? What a dick. I'm the one who should apologize. By the way, for those people that are in the back, remember to shut the fuck up. Because... Cuz-a-roo! Cuz-a-roo! Slap-a-rooney! It's showtime! W-A-T-P! 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 Hello, welcome to Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show that once got busy in a Burger King bathroom. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, a woman who auditioned for the show in a Burger King bathroom from Once Over with Kaylee on YouTube, it's Lucy Tightbox. Well, hello. And Andy's here. Please go to whoarethese.com, get our email address, voicemail number, link to the subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, link to our Patreon Supercast, featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. We just recorded one this week. Julia Fox's autobiography. It was a crossover with the Blind Mike Project. Blind Mike and myself did a show. It's no longer on YouTube. It has been taken down for copyright infringement. <laughs> I disputed this. Yeah. And they came back and said, nope, they're keeping it down. So now I got to take it to the next level. So where there might be litigation, I don't know what's happening here. It's coming down the pike. It's coming down the pike. But Who would have thought that Julia Fox was litigious? Well, it's Simon and Schuster, which so they just uh, automatically mm. pick up on the fact. It's not even. It's an unlisted video. It's bizarre, but it's garbage. It's crazy. No one's heard this fucking. I'm advertising this book that no one else has heard. <laughs> it's just like easy for you to say. Jesus, and I and so it's, it's going to be good for your book. So so anyway, so I've disputed it. I can put the video up on Patreon. I'll probably do that since it's going to take some time now. But the audio version is out. If you're on our Patreon or Supercast. 
that is up there and you can listen to the show and it's an audiobook so we don't have to see mike mike doesn't see you you don't yeah, have to see him yeah, yeah just listen to it it's fine it's good there's nothing to see you here it's actually a great episode i wasn't sure if i was going to be able to make light of uh julia fox's book and it turns out we were able to uh goof on it it's a little very bit. easy <laughs> yeah t- turns out it's pretty shitty and worth making fun of so that's great we also encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you review podcasts and then show us in the comment section. Annie, our review girl, is here. Hey. She'll be on later to read those reviews. Today, we'll be competing for the worst podcast in the TV and film category. We have each brought a different show. And you, the listener, will be able to vote on which was the worst. Let's get into it. I have to say we did this last week. And... Society and culture was the category. Mm-hmm. I put polls up on Patreon. Anyone could vote. You have to be a Patreon member. Patreon, Twitter, and the subreddit. All three Lucy type box one. Hell yeah. Yeah. It was a landslide. I mean, you had, there's three of us. You had over 50% of the vote. Oh my God. Overall. That's amazing. Very impressive. Thank you guys. It was a very bad show. I voted for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so what I'm thinking is because of that, should we make Lucy go first? Should the yeah. winner have to go first? That's what we do on the creep off. Yeah. That makes where the sense. winner has to go. You got first. the creep off bell handy. Lucy, what have you brought for us today? All right. Well, just like last week, I fucking hated this. Oh. I don't like listening to a lot of shitty podcasts trying to find the shittiest of them. Well, just whatever the first one you find, find out why it's shitty. All right. Well, that, that'll be my plan for the next time. I've learned a lesson. I've learned a lesson. Okay. So I finally settled on Chanel Riccio. Um, okay who, according to her clearly self-written Internet Movie Database page, is an actor, writer, director, comedian, and content creator. So, you know, we have high hopes because of that. So let's check out how she is going to introduce herself. This is the first couple of moments in the episode that I checked out. Hey, you guys, what is up? It's your girl, Chanel. We're chilling here in this quirky old bedroom of mine. This is the least quirky bedroom of all time. She has a white wall and a gray door. Yeah. So quirky. It's wow. so quirky. She must like have a, a crazy personality to go along with it. She's so fun and so entertaining. Like a basic bitch to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I also really hate the sound of her voice. Uh, this was so challenging for me because I just feel like I actually like a lot of t- film and TV podcasts because right. in general, they're pretty good. I, I like chose this movies. because you two are both very passionate about movies, uh, somewhat on TV. So I thought, you know, you guys were bitching up a storm about society and culture. Like, what? find something they enjoy. Was I? I, I don't remember that. one of us was bitching. <laughs> let's be honest. Um, anyway, so I, I ended up choosing Chanel, um, and let's find out what she is going to be talking about on this episode in clip two. And I'm thinking I cannot wait any longer to watch today's film, which is Dazed and Confused. Oh, you motherfucker. Uh-huh, uh-huh, I'm going to vote right. for Lucy uh-huh, this week. That's right, Carl. <laughs> Let me guess. She's going to like it. Uh, yep. It's her new favorite movie. Oh, shut the fuck. Uh-huh. All right. Good. Good. I want to find out what's good about Dazed and Confused. I want her to tell me. Uh, spoiler. You won't find that out. Okay. Um, but. <laughs> Damn it. But. <laughs> I had high hopes. What I will say <laughs> nope. is that uh, fuck you again for making making me do this so we're gonna listen to her talk about how much she loves dazed and confused just to fucking spite you um so in addition to picking her because she did dazed and confused i also felt like she committed so many cardinal sins of movie reviews the first of which 
is that she does not know what she is talking about at all. So when I'm watching a movie review, I and I'm watching long-form media-related content, I want to know something about something. Um, she does reaction videos, so we are going to find out from her, even though she's never seen this movie before, she's going to check out the Internet Movie Database page and read from it for us. Ah, so that's going to be... Gum. Yeah, panty style. the length of this one? <laughs> How many minutes? Clip three. I'm heading over to the IMDb now. It is written and directed by Richard... Richard. Richard Linklater. Linklater. Nope. Linklater. Um, I, he tends to be... His movies tend to be really long. That's fascinating. Please go on. Um, also, his movies do not tend to be really long. This movie is one hour and 43 minutes. Slacker is under an hour and 40 minutes. Bernie is under an hour and 40 minutes. Scanner Darkly. He, like, I think maybe has one movie that is over two hours. So this is just, I mean, just she's on. incorrect information. Yeah, they just like, seem really long. She's on. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing when there's no plot or storyline. It seems to go on forever. Yeah, go figure. But she's never seen any of his movies, so she doesn't even know that. It's another one of her quirks. Yeah. Um. So because she knows nothing about this Is movie. Is she like Patrick Michael? She started a YouTube channel, and then she's like, I better figure out what to do on this channel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot the first step <laughs> yeah. of starting a show. Uh, I guess I'll talk about movies. I don't like movies, but someone's got to do it. Um. So because she knows nothing about this movie, um. This is one of those movies that no matter how much you hate it, for example, you, Carl, mm -hmm. or no matter how little you know about it. You... Hate's a strong word, but it's not a good movie. All right. Yeah. You still know that there's a lot of famous people in it, if even if you've never seen it, right? Yeah, but that's a low bar for a movie being good. Well, it's a lot of famous people in a lot of movies. It's true. It's true. But <laughs> Most of them. <laughs> she was just on IMDb, and still she does not know anybody who is in this movie. So oh. we're going to check out clip four. That's surprising. And is that... Get the hell off my property. Ben. Oh, well, I'm sorry, ma'am. I was just uh, squirting your fine young out tonight. She's an <laughs> actor. She should know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She should know things about actors, right? That's think. like you would think you would do your research and get better at your craft and or just read the IMDb yeah. that you have it open. It says who's in the movie <laughs> right. while you're on the IMDb page. Um, next up, she's going to spot somebody else that looks very familiar to her. So that's going to be clip five. Probably get, you know, hung up with the guys, maybe, you know. She's later. from Big Daddy. Why don't you, just, you know, meet at the party? Hey. Uh, when she talks about Scuba Steve to a little sp Sprouse twin in bed. Ugh. All right. So she just spotted Joey Lawrence Adams and her association with Joey Lawrence Adams is Big Daddy, not chasing Amy fucking mall rats biodome yeah. even all the other ben affleck projects she's been in with yeah. them yeah that aside she still has that page open why does she not see his why name is there? she not looking she's surprised yeah. by this she's surprised by everything <laughs> so and joey, joey lauren she's single adams is not a household name like not right she's not a no, big star I mean, she's the girl from big daddy <gasps> so <laughs> let me ask you this yeah who do you think this show is for Am I supposed to be a big fan of these movies and then watch her take on it? Or have I never heard of Days of Confused and I'm checking out to see whether I should watch it or not? That's a great question. I don't know the answer to that for any reaction content. I don't understand reaction content. So, like, she is going to Don't we react to, watch... to stuff on this show, Producer Chris? What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know how I'm supposed to react to that. That's why everybody hates me so much. Come on. Um, no, I don't get, I don't, like, she's just watching the movie. She's, she's kind of as far as, I'm in front of a microphone. Yeah. Right. That's a, a camera. Yeah. yeah. That's that's pretty much all she does. Um, 
So she is going to explain to us that the director, Richard Linklater, or Link Lanner, or whatever the fuck she called him, <laughs> yeah. uh, that, that he did a really great job getting all of the actors and how incredible. She basically says, she goes through this whole big thing where she's like, everybody in this movie is just one of the best actors I've ever seen. They are so great. But then she is going to backtrack on that by demonstrating to us that she has no understanding of what an actor actually is okay. in clip seven. Mm. No! Does that make you feel good, Ben Affleck? You sign my paddle later. I gotta get seconds with him. Let me tell you something. I took it easy on you. Alright? Oh my god, Ben is scary. Like I feel like he means it. Like I feel like he's not just acting. Like I feel like this is him. <laughs> what a retard. Yeah. <laughs> you stupid fucking blabber mouth cut! Never was, was there a more appropriate time to play that drop. Holy shit. Uh, what an idiot. She's calling him by his real name. This yeah. is the worst really? doc I've ever seen. <laughs> really? That's how you're going to behave. Just because you're a senior <laughs> in high school. <laughs> He's got a bad case of senioritis, that bad Affleck. Holy shit. What the fuck? God damn it, Lucy. You're going to win again. Hell yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I got so the boobs bad. out this week. That's my win. Yeah, all right. Well, there's a lot of audio listeners here. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Got to be all done. <laughs> um, all right. So speaking of her not understanding acting, we are yes. going to get to check out her one and only honest reaction to anything in this movie, um, which is going to be her reacting to some of the boys driving around and doing stupid, dumb kids stuff in clip eight. Yeah. Pull up on ball. I think I should. Yeah. That feels dangerous, buddy. Hey, no. <laughs> I don't like property damage. <laughs> She's really honestly upset that the bowling ball went through the window. Gentlemen, I don't even need to hear your cases today. God damn Holy it. shit. <laughs> oh my God. I want to borrow yeah. money from this stupid retard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not you, Lucy. Yeah. Understood. Understood. Yeah. I didn't have any to give you, so it's fine. That's true. All right. So the next sin that she is going to commit. It's a bowling <laughs> I know. Yeah, I have a budget for that. <laughs> I don't know. I like this movie. I, I think don't this like is a good podcast. Damage. It wasn't someone's actual car. Someone didn't wake up next morning going, what the fuck? <laughs> she doesn't get it. She's an actor and she doesn't she's get it. Visibly upset. She's visibly her face like it it like implodes almost a little yeah. bit as she is reacting to that. Um all right. So the next sin that she is going to commit for us is that she is going to start talking about a shitty TV show in the midst of talking about this shitty movie. So she is now going to compare Dazed and F Confused to one of her favorite TV shows in Clip 9. I also forgot to mention that I think that 70s show is my favorite sitcom of all time. So to play in the 70s right now, I'm, I'm pretty psyched. I'm very excited. Man. She loves that 70s show, too. I know. I know. She's awful. I like Danny Masterson's. Um, all right, so she's going to tell us, I'm, I won't make you suffer through all of the times that she mentions that 70s show. There are a lot, um, but we will talk about one other time. This is going to be that um, she's trying to tie Dazed and Confused into that 70s show. Okay. Now, Dazed and Confused is famously set in Austin. I think that most people know that. It is very Austin-y. That is like a big thing that Austin is proud of for some reason. Um and she read the Internet Movie Database. So, again, she should know that that is where this movie is set, that that's what's happening. 
and she unfortunately does not. Um, so we are going to check out clip 12. Maybe he's you. purposely concealing the location because he wants it to be any, any town. Very much kind of how like on that 70s show, Kenosha is like, it's just any town suburbia. Okay, so... Why even bring that part up? Like, to be that incorrect about something that you don't even need to bring up. Everything about that sentence... In America, right. Everything about that sentence is wrong. One, any town means a fake town. Correct. Kenosha is a real town. It's in Wisconsin. Two... Bring it up at the end of the theme song of every episode. Two, but not only that, not only that, that 70s show is set in Point Place, Wisconsin, which is actually a fake town. (laughs) So, like, she gets absolutely nothing right, and it's Dazed and Confused is set in Austin, and everybody knows that. Okay. Um, Next up, she does an awful lot of singing for a movie review. Okay. Uh I know it. Um, So, we're going to check out clip 13. Are we going to get a song? That's familiar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's super excited about it. This is something that Tukey points out quite a bit. I was, was going to be a little bit of Tukey talk today. Tukey's all over the place. But uh, when you have nothing else to do and you just start singing a song, we see this with a lot of YouTubers. They have nothing else going on. So they just start singing a song. Not entertainment. Not good. Stop doing that. Not Tukey, though. Keep it up. Tukey's I, great. I also hate it in real life, too. Yes. So please don't sing around me. Yes. It's fucking annoying. And she does not have a good singing voice, and she cuts out the audio of the movie so that everybody can clearly hear her singing She's voice. She's so quirky, though. But, uh, I mean, that quirky room. It's She's lovely. so quirky. Yeah. All right. Uh, clip 14, more singing. This is about to be Lowrider. Anyone? So her association with the song Lowrider is the George Lopez show from 2002. I was wondering why she said George uh-huh, Lopez. Uh-huh. Yeah, I had to look that up. <laughs> he I composed like, the song. What is she talking, <laughs> she talking about? about? Okay, yeah. I still um, don't know. Yeah, uh, there was a George Lopez show in 2002. It was on ABC, and I assume it was equally as shitty as all of the other things that she's talking about, but uh, that is what she loves. She also is the person who spit up that audio. I did not do that, so okay. she thought that was cute and quirky again. And finally, we will listen to one more clip 15. Take it easy. It's excruciating. So she just plays clips of the movie and then sings Sings along along with the the soundtrack soundtrack? and then smiles at it. Yep. She's really proud of herself. This is not a good show. Yeah. This is not good. Well, we'll get on to the best part, which is that, you know. Chanel, come on. Anytime, better. anytime that you're making commentary, you should make commentary. Right. I guess that's why when I referred to, you know, reaction shows, I don't, I, this is a reaction show. Have a take, but, don't suck, or yes. tell me something I don't know. Yes, exactly. It's not rocket science. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. none of us are actors. It's probably over our heads. That's true. Oh, yes. Good point. Good point. Um, so her problem is that instead of making any commentary, she just repeats lines from the movie. Oh, God. So again, <laughs> this is a reaction video. So she's actually watching the movie. Okay. And I cannot stress enough how much I hate it when channels don't do anything transformative. So now we are going to listen to one minute of her repeating lines from the movie clip 16 spoiler we're gonna listen to chad zubach do this later and also stuttering chad (laughs) (laughs) when watching my videos possibly opie (laughs) they had to resort to neo-mccarthyism 
Neo-McCarthyism. Oh. I want to write that one down. Neo-McCarthyism. Why is Neo-McCarthyism funny? I have no idea. Okay. I, she doesn't know. She's either. an idiot. No, she doesn't okay. know what it means. <laughs> Neo-McCarthyism? <laughs> Neo-Nazi? <laughs> Shotgun. Remember that? Shotgun. Oh my God. How about Ben Over? <laughs> yeah, right, pissant. Why aren't they after anybody else? Ben over. She's proving this movie sucks right now. <laughs> I just want to point that out to everyone who was complaining that I didn't like this movie. Let's <laughs> get naked right now. Now fry like bacon, you little freshman piggies. Fry! Fry! <laughs> fry like bacon! There's a new fiesta in the making as we speak. Fiesta? You got any visine? Got any visine? Not memorable lines. <laughs> None of this is a memorable line. Exactly. That's, Jesus. Okay, so she misses. We all, talked about the memorable lines from this movie. She misses. All right, all right, all right. She uh-huh. misses L I V I N. She misses. <laughs> they keep staying the same age. She literally is visine. Visine is the quote that you want to fry like it's a deep cut. Come on, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, Got to say something. And, repeat what I just heard. And if you are watching, you will notice that the last thing that she repeats is just a facial expression. Yeah. Oh. So she, the a guy makes a face, and then she makes the same face, and then she does her little stupid giggle, and that is hilarious and transformative. And we have all learned a whole bunch about this movie. It was great, right? No, it stinks. It fucking stinks. <laughs> All right, so um, because this was her first time watching this movie, okay, we are going to get to find out her immediate reaction to the movie, which I suspect was pretty similar, Carl, to your immediate reaction to this movie. Oh, um, in clip seventeen. So she is smart. Okay, I wasn't ready for this. Oh. Oh, crying. crying. I was going to say that I love an ending like this because it's like everybody's start. You know, they all achieve their dreams. Oh, God. Uh, I always get emotional at the end of, like, Broadway productions because they achieve their dreams. And this is, like, one of those movies where I'm like, they achieve their dreams. Oh, I didn't know she was retarded. Yeah, also, I have to point this out. She's acting. Yeah, she's a bad actor. She's a horrible actor. Okay, yeah. Um, but I do like that she gets a little tear in the eye duct, and she's Ugh. like, very. She's like, but I love this movie so much. I'm supposed to like this, right? I just love when Pink achieved his dream of quitting the football team. Yeah, That's the easiest thing you could do. <laughs> All right. Anything else here on here? Lucy? No, no. You don't want to play your last clip? I mean, we can. I'm so glad that they have their whole lives ahead of me, even though mine are all dead and washed up. That's why she's crying. This might be my new favorite movie. Yeah, she's a fucking idiot. Yep. She's a fucking idiot. Days Confused is stupid. It's this movie doesn't have a plot. You stink. It's just a bunch of things that happen. Who's the protagonist? Who even knows? All right. Lucy, great job. I will have a poll up for this one. Chanel Riccio is the uh, the name of the YouTuber and her show. Since I got second place, I will go second. Andy, you cool with that? Sounds great. Okay. So I am bringing to you a show called Dear Shandy. Dear Shandy is hosted by Charlene Joint and Andy Levine. And I will tell you right now, they are a married couple. 
And the reason why this show is called Dear Shandy is because Charlene and Andy have a cute name for themselves as a couple, and that is Shandy. That's never been done. Pretty good stuff. Hilarious. All right. Well, let's start I'm off. All in. Let's start out with the cold open. This is how the show begins. I know you don't like me to talk about your socks. I, I mean, Andy uh, doesn't. Andy. I sh- okay. <laughs> So, they do everything that is the cardinal sin of doing a show with your spouse that there could be. And I've always said, doing a show with your wife or husband is a bad idea. But if you can somehow make it seem like you're not a married couple, then there's some bonus points there. These people lean way into it. And it's super fucking annoying. So, the reason why I'm bringing this show to us today is because this episode... Happens to be called Golden Bachelor Recap Fantasy Suites, Two Women, One Restaurateur. That's right. When I think of TV and film, I think of TV. And when I think of TV, I think of The Golden Bachelor, the biggest show on television that everyone's watching. Right, Chris? Right, Andy? I know Uh, you are. I already am, yeah. Everyone's watching The Golden Bachelor. This is the show about old people fucking. (laughs) That's TV ratings. I'm back in. (laughs) TV ratings gold. This chair just got Right there. (laughs) This chair's soggy over here. Yeah, so... So watch out. They are doing a recap of the eighth episode of The Golden Bachelor. And when I say recap, they go through every single single thing that's said. They go through every detail. They give their analysis of it. I'm really glad that I already watched this episode. Otherwise, I would have been very pissed off at you right now. I just want to say that. Did you really watch this? Yeah. You see, you watched The Golden Bachelor. Dude, I'm just going to point out before Shit, we start. I was start, joking when I said this. I, I am just going to point out before we start. <laughs> the Golden Bachelor's name is Gary, not Jerry. Girl not so despondent. Keep going. Disappointed! <laughs> whatever. It's amazing. Gary, yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> Gary. He sounds like a Muppet. And it's hilarious, and I love it. Well, I they love San Gary. Diego. They love him. He's they a love fucking Gary. idiot. Oh my god! <laughs> Another him. fucking idiot. They love him. All right. Sounds like people are gonna love this show. Cool. Can't wait. All right. I'm also okay. I I feel a little shook by this fantasy suite episode. You are. You were shook. I, I haven't seen you that shooken in a long time after an episode. Uh, I'm really struggling. Mm -hmm. I'm struggling with knowing what's going to happen. I know. So she is shook up by this episode. I don't know if you remember this one where they have the fantasy suites. Uh Yeah. Were you shook up by it? No. Okay. (laughs) She she was. It was was a lot for her to take in. And I have to point out that Charlene is so easily amused. She laughs at everything her husband says. Over-the-top laughter, whether it's funny or not. Spoiler, it never is funny. Well, shall we get going? Episode yes. eight, Fantasy Suite Week. We are in Costa Rica. And here we learn at the very top of the episode that Gary retired at 55. That's how good a restaurateur he was. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's funny? There have been no laughs. What do you mean? I'm... None. What was funny about that? Yeah. It's uh, impressive. Yeah, he retired early because he was good, good at his him. job. Yeah. Uh, she could be on Tom Meyer's panel. Oh, she would love that. <laughs> he would love that. <laughs> okay, so they're talking about old people having sex. And apparently on this episode, there's a lot of questions about when's the last time you had sex. Do you still have sex? Does your penis work? Is your vagina a dry hole? You know, a lot of these weird questions come up because they're old people. And it's gross. 
And uh, Andy says something that I'd, I'd like to fact check someday. Yeah. I just think that the question itself is inherently insulting. Yeah. It's to suggest that, oh, you're old. You don't have sex. Uh, yeah. That's Why would ridiculous. you have sex? I mean, there are sex <laughs> scandals you hear about all the time with like politicians over 80. Okay. So yeah, it's we... okay for politicians to have sex, but for <laughs> is Gary, it, is it okay? a handsome strapping ex-restaurateur, mm-hmm. he's not allowed to have sex. Are there sex scandals with politicians over 80 all the time? Can anyone <laughs> name one? I don't think that's a thing, is it? I mean, I, there are old politicians in this country. There's don't hope for us wrong. all if there are. Yeah, I, I don't know that that's true. And she just lets it slide. I would have been immediately like, like who? The fuck is 81 is having a sex scandal? Go ahead and name five. Yeah, I mean, what the fuck are you talking All the time. What the fuck are you talking about? Okay, fine. I'll let that slide. This is where I think having married co-hosts is a really bad idea. And I blame Charlene for obviously embarrassing her husband. But I blame Andy even more for not shutting it down and going, nope, we're not doing this. Gary says that what he's really into is the intimacy of pillow talk. I mean, that's cute. Who doesn't like pillow talk? Like whenever I've been with a guy who didn't like pillow talk, I'm like, "Mm, there's something wrong. Pillow talk is good. Yeah. Yeah, I like it too. Okay. Oh, you, you think I don't like it? No, I mean, I know you like it. Yeah, this is what I, mean, I was seeing if wife. you would admit to everyone that you like it. All right. I like pillow talk. <laughs> Yuck. Yuck. These are the people at the dinner party that you're like, you know what? I don't even eat dessert. I don't like dessert. I've never eaten dessert before. I always drive home before the streetlights come on. It's just a thing I do. It's a tradition we have. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta gotta go. Gotta go. (laughs) It's time to go. And this gets even worse. I just call this one, aww. When they arrive, Gary says, now we have a story to tell. Aww. That's That's cute. cute. (gasps) producer chris they both said that's cute at the same time that she was gonna look at him like that too she gave him the eyes of like we are connected yes oh my god aren't we so amazing together beautiful oh aren't we so quirky this is gonna be the best part of this episode (laughs) all right maybe i will win (laughs) <laughs> this is disgusting. Now, now that I'm going back to my clips. I'm like, wait a second. I have a compelling argument here. It uh, turns out. Let's not forget about the repeating. Shut the fuck up, Lucy. You had your chance. Yeah, she's you vin- she's vinnying you. She's fucking trying to Paulino me right now. <laughs> this is my turn now. All right. So I went to their website and the website says, Shandy's legendary recaps of reality dating shows, where they analyze everything from relationship dynamics to editing to human behavior. Shandy guarantees tangents, sing-alongs, and to never take anything, including themselves, too seriously. Legendary sing-alongs? Well, we'll get it. We'll get into that. Uh-oh. Oh boy. And then they have all these comments that came in from listeners, and this one pissed me off. Such great banter. How dare you? Uh, I I'm believe the, you and Blind Mike I'm have the best the king, banter. I have the king of banter. So such great banter. They're so funny that I don't even skip their ads. I'm sure that's real. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's a real thing someone wrote. All right, so let's see what these ad reads are. These amazing ad reads. Again, Charlene laughs at everything Andy says. He's just so hilarious to her. 
Story worth. Write the book of your life. <laughs> that was a lovely jingle. That was nice. What a lovely lullaby of a jingle. Yeah. You can write the book of your life with story worth. More importantly, you can give the opportunity to your possibly elder family oh. to write the story of their life. Yeah. Okay. So first off, that sounds like a really terrible product. Has anyone ever heard of this before? Story worth? No. I had never heard of this before. I watched The Golden Bachelor and I haven't even I know, I was going to say. <laughs> Tim Dillon never talks about this. On the podcast I listen to, this is not a sponsor. Yeah. Once upon a time, my wife made me watch The Golden Bachelor until I murdered suicide in her. The end. <laughs> that's a book I'd read. Yeah, that's a good one. All right. So let's find out about this product. Now, I know I'm going off on a tangent of my own, but I got to find out what the fuck story worth is. <laughs> but it's also a daunting thing to be like, okay, write the entire story of your life in a book. And that's why story worth is so cool, yeah. because when you get a subscription, they send you a prompt every single week, such as <laughs> how did you get your first job? What toys did you like to play with when you were little? And like, what's the farthest you've traveled? Like simple prompts. But then, you know, it gets the creative juices flowing and then all all he has to do is reply to that with as much or as little as he wants. And then after a year of that, so, you know, it's just once a week and he can fill it out according to his, you know, his availability. It's not like he has, he has to do right, it. Right. He can miss a week and then make up for it. He can do two next week, whatever. But the whole point is that after a year, that is all bound in a beautiful book. Such great banter. That's so <laughs> funny. I don't even skip their ads. I want to pay for an app to uh, nag my husband for me for yes. a year. This is, Thank you. <laughs> this is a terrible idea. Yeah. You have to answer questions every week, and then at the end of it, they compile a book that no one will ever read. Thanks, Nana. <laughs> I can't wait to read the story of your fucking life about your first job. Gives a shit. And then on The Golden Bachelor, Chapter 3. <laughs> Bernadette got eliminated this week. Okay. So that's the explanation of StoryWorth. There's other uh, advertisers, though. And every time, Andy's got a new jingle for him. And he's ready to sing a new jingle. Loamy is good for the earth, so give your green thumb some girth. No. <laughs> Fuck you! But truly, we do love our Lomi. And the editing, too, where she's losing her mind laughing and then all of a sudden just a quick attitude. But anyway, so Lomi's a pretty great product, I think. Yeah. And all kidding aside. All kidding aside. I think and the look at his face this. is like... Do we? Do we really? <laughs> if you say so. There are uh, there are a number of advertisers on the show. I went to their about page to learn more about this uh, this podcast and these lovely holy smokes meet your hosts. So I wanted to learn more about them. And I, I will say Charlene's an attractive woman. So good on Andy. She seems to be uh, way into him. Her most used app is Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, thank you. I'm glad I'm glad you're also picking up on what I'm putting down right now. Shazam is our most used app. How is that possible? I use Shazam once every two years. Yeah. Just just to settle a bet or yeah. whatever it is. I think the last time I used it, I was like, oh, puddle of mud. Yeah, I never would have got <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> What's that song I hate? Shazam. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, it turns out her day job, she is an opera singer. Oh, and yet he does all the fucking singing. Yeah, weird. Oh, yeah. Which is really annoying. What's his favorite app? The Weather Channel. Very <laughs> exciting. Good job. Way to go. They were made um, for each can other. Can we go back to her <laughs> hidden talent, which was horse neighing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? Pretty good stuff, huh? Yeah. Look at the, li- look at the list of likes she has. Ugh. Egg white cocktails. Kiwis. 
All right, between her and Chanel, who do you think likes jingling keys more? <laughs> it's hard to say. Okay, so this is uh, a terrible show. And they love that Gary isn't talking about fucking the other contestants on the show. I don't watch The Bachelor. I just listen to multiple podcasts that talk about The Bachelor for some reason. Because <laughs> Drew's watching it, and Howard Stern's watching Everyone's talking about The Bachelor. So that's where I get all my Bachelor news. And the one thing I know about The Bachelor is that it's full of drama. The reason why people like it is because the guy fucks the one chick, and then he fucks the other chick, and then she's like, I thought we had a real connection, and then you fucked this other chick, and then he fucked another chick. And yeah. like, I, know, I, just I was connected chicks. to you for a little while. <laughs> yeah, right. There's a lot of connections going on. So I thought that was like the one thing people liked about this show, but The Golden Bachelor is different. The highlight is Gary and his ITM saying, people want to know what happened in the fantasy suite, but it's no one's fucking business. Good for him. I love that. Yeah. Not enough leads say that. Yeah. He's like, it's no one's business. What amazing pipe I just laid down. <laughs> it is. You're on a reality show about fucking people. Yes. It's out all of our business at that point. If you don't want people to know about your sex life, don't go on NBC yeah. with your sex life. She fell asleep before the Viagra kicked in. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, no one's fucking. I, I think the answer is no one's <laughs> fucking. It's probably what we're talking about. This is another ad read that they have for uh, a product called Cozy. And uh, I'll just say that I think Andy might be embarrassing himself with this one. Oh, <laughs> I'm so cozy. Oh, Andy, I think you might be cozier than you've ever been. And you have been in some cozy, cozy oh, earth You don't know pieces. what's going on over here. Yeah. This, is, this is cozy central. Would you say that you are feeling cuddly in cozy earth's cuddle blanket? It's impossibly cozy. I feel like a baby. As a matter of fact, I don't even not want to talk adult anymore. <laughs> I have to do the rest of this in baby voice. When are you going to start? What is she laughing at? What is going on right now? Does that look comfortable to you? He looks like Jabba the Hutt. That's a real product that people are trying to sell? What was that thing that was like a blanket but with sleeves on it? Remember when that was a fucking product? You know what I'm talking about? Snuggie. At least a Snuggie, you can fucking put Cheetos in your mouth or something. (laughs) What are you doing with this? (laughs) <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. Also, it just looks like a blanket. No, it's like his head uh, is sticking out of the blanket. Looks like pile of white dog shit. Photoshopped his head on Stuttering John. <laughs> <laughs> Nude Stuttering John. <laughs> All right. So I guess I'm not a big fan of the products that they're endorsing on this show. But who am I to say? Last clip I have, and this is what really put me over the edge of really hating the show. Charlene, you you mentioned how. Your woman, Chanel, thought that it was Ben Affleck beating that guy. And she's yeah. like, Ben, come on. <laughs> thought you would know better. Well, Charlene, just as dumb, thinks that reality TV is real. And I'm pretty sure it's not. And I just love him and Teresa yeah, together. Like go that, for the love story. That conversation <laughs> about, just about her work and how he's like, wow, you really have your shit together. It just felt, that felt so real to me it felt so real world a conversation i am a fly on the wall of a natural conversation there are no cameras it's just two people understanding each other getting to know each other Uh uh-oh retard alert retard alert class so that's my uh that woman looked like in gremlins 2 the girl gremlin if that girl gremlin was a real human being that's what that your favorite contestant. Right, the contestant like, you're yeah. talking about. Right, not the, the host of the show. Yeah. Well, it's the golden batch. You're not going to get tense. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm just going to say, I'm going to be. That's why I don't watch it. Nobody's, nobody's watching this. 
uh, <laughs> watching this show. Oh, it's hey. ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, this goes to my time. argument, though. People are enjoying Days of Confused. People are enjoying The Golden Bachelor. I would like to point out also, Teresa, her first date with Gary is oh, here we go. they went they, <laughs> no but it plays right in the, dang it show dang it they went to like a 50s style diner and then they concluded the date by doing a song and dance number to a journey song um with all of the workers at the restaurant shut and the she, fuck up and she thinks that that is not with cameras like no that's a normal date people that's have a normal date yeah, that's that what people you, do. Yeah. yeah yeah of course that's how, that's how you impress your girlfriend. Working out choreography Stupid. weeks in advance yeah. with the staff of the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. All right, Andy. Good luck, buddy. What did you bring for us? I ain't scared because I got a turd. Oh, we heard you on Dabble Point talking with Phil Elmore about how people that like Doctor Who won't shut up about Doctor Who. So what did I do? I went out and found a Doctor Who podcast all right hey, we have our winner because <laughs> yeah. i've had that experience i used to uh when i would deliver to a local supermarket here the receiver he, he's like oh so you, do you like doctor who no i don't know anything about it 20 minute conversation oh. about doctor i just yeah. told you i don't i don't know about it no there's no correct answer so shut the fuck up oh i thought so you mean you know the eighth doctor i was talking about the seventh people doctor. that like <laughs> doctor who won't leave it alone so I found a show called Hula La, and it is described as two queer 20-somethings dive into the world of Doctor Who and its peculiar impact on the adult life on their adult lives. Besties Sam and Alistair hurtle through the vortex on an epic journey through time, space, and childhood trauma. Now, what you need to know about this podcast. <laughs> I, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. It's the third. <laughs> Please continue. Who was their dad? Suttering John Melendez? Yeah, right? Yeah. Now, normally these guys talk about the episodes, yeah. but in this particular episode, they've pissed away 30 pounds, because these guys are British, on, an, on a mystery box of items that they're going to unbox and discuss about Doctor Who. So in clip one, I'm not sure who's who, who's Doctor Who in this, but I think Sam is explaining what this episode is all about. Well, hello, everyone. Hello. <laughs> uh, welcome back to another Hulala unboxing today. A very exciting thing for you and for us. Yeah. Because we don't really know what we're doing. So a bit of context for this one. I was on eBay looking up Doctor Who merch, as I do. And yeah. I found this listing where someone had a Doctor Who collection that they were basically saying the collection's gotten too big. They're trying to get rid of some stuff. They don't want to have to deal with like individually posting every single thing. So for £30, you could get a mystery box full of random Doctor Who. They said like books, DVDs, toys. But you couldn't request things. You couldn't ask specifically for anything. So whatever you get is going to be a mystery. Yeah, yeah, we get a mystery box. Yeah, so it's a, a podcast about pissing away money on garbage. Got it. Here are the th list of things I want in my mystery box, please. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think a mystery box was? <laughs> That's not how this works, sir. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I really liked how uh, they had little sound effects for yeah. little things that were happening. There was a blink and it went ting. Oh yeah, Alistair's. Yeah, he's it's not great. just a twink. He's it, got a twinkle in his eye. Well, the, whoever's editing this show is in love with that twink. Yeah. Because there's all these like zoom in, in close ups yeah, yeah. and everything. It's like well, they have to figure out is. a way to make this interesting because it's there's 
nothing about it that is. Well, so far, I'm captivated, but oh, yeah. prove otherwise. It's your new favorite yeah. show. Yeah. All right. This is great. So when you do an unboxing video, you don't open the box and look at all the shit off camera and then put it back into the box and pretend to be excited <laughs> when you open it. That's not how an unboxing works, Carl. What's in the box? <laughs> let's, uh, let's, uh, let's explain how that's going to work in clip two. We do have the box here. There's some heft to it. Like, it's a little bit of a chunky... It's a big boy. Chunky monkey. It's a big boy. We're going to open it with you today. Neither of us have seen what is inside this box. This is a true... This I'm is doing a true this very blind reaction. This is a true blind reaction. This could be immensely disappointing. Oh, it already is, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you, you opening a box full of garbage on YouTube mm. is going to be disappointing. But the, the mystery box could contain anything, guys. Sure. Could be T-shirts, could be you know a, a TARDIS dildo for Alistair. Yep. Hey, it could be anything in there. But uh, uh, let's find out. Or the uh, gay? They're gonna start taking the shit <laughs> out of the. Yeah. <laughs> could be David Tennant in there, Chris. We don't know. Okay. Let's find out what's yeah. in there. I'm excited. I'm nervous. <laughs> okay, you ready? I think this is actually good. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it's only maximum thirty pounds of value. Well, exactly. Yeah. Okay. But, well, what do you think? We what do you think we've got in the mystery box? Um, I think now you've said books. Books must be adding a bit of weight to this. There is, yeah. There's heft. There's heft I think to this. Be books. Um, I'd like to think there's at least an action figure inside this. Faceless Grandma Connolly. Faceless be. Grandma Connolly. Can you imagine? Please. Gonna get to the fireworks factory. You better get your hopes up. <laughs> Newsflash, it's all garbage. Yes, from a hoarder's house. Garbage. Yes. Get rid of it. They're just get they're pawning it off on you idiots. So Imagine let's... going to a garage sale and you're like, surprise me. Here's 30 bucks. Yeah. Throw a bunch of shit in a box. Yeah. I'll bring it home. I'll figure it out how I get there. He, like... he just drove off. <laughs> I don't want to know what kind of crap you don't want anymore that you're going to give to me. Here's some money. All right. Enough enough beating around the bush. Okay. Let's solve the mystery of what is in the box. Item one, clip four. Oh, okay. (laughs) It's a real official. You know, this isn't bad. This is for first ice, and this is not bad. This so isn't we've got, bad. It needs uh, a wash. BBC life, it does need a wash. A B- wow, a pillow covered in cat hair. Oh, <laughs> that's the last thing I would want from someone's old fucking collection of shit. A throw pillow? I wonder why yeah, nobody no. bid on this on eBay. Gross. A dirty pillow. It's hardly stained. We should throw this throw pillow away. <laughs> now the anticipation is unbearable, Lucy, right? Oh, it's you totally. I cannot wait to see what the next it's like thing Christmas is. Christmas morning, clip five. It's scary. It's I like know a... it's weird, isn't okay, it? Okay, right. I want it to be good, so I don't want this box to ever end either. This is very difficult to do oh, one-handed. Okay. I can feel lots of stuff. Don't look. I'm not. Okay, I can feel some. I've got something. Ready? Oh, oh. Can I look? Yes. I know exactly what this oh, is. Oh wow! Do you know what this is? Wow! Yeah. <laughs> was that your edit or theirs? No, that was theirs. Okay. They have to include this bizarre drag queen reaction footage. Sure. So that somebody could seem interested in this. I yeah. know I'm not. Chris is, so I'm not. But uh, Vinny might be in this. It looks like a toy. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, trying to figure excited. out what the fuck it is. Yeah, I don't know no Jack about Doctor Who. Nobody yeah. does. Oh. Except Phil and that's these not two. The dildo? Yeah, that is the that's going in somebody's ass. Huh. But Alistair is going to dive in the box and try not to spoil the surprise for Sam with this next clip. Ooh, I'm 
not looking. Oh, I don't. I know. I don't know because I might spoil it if I keep feeling things. Okay, don't rummage too much. Just there's feel, a lot in here. Feel for something. I don't want to look. Okay, I'm gonna go with this. You got it. You got it. You got it. Oh, okay, I've had these before. What? So ecstasy pills and poppers. Yeah. Right. Oh, all right. All that's right, what cool. He said he before. But. Doctor Who's inside me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun game. All right. Say Wait, it, Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's going to get his hands on something familiar. It's black and turgid, and he's excited about it. Okay. Oh, what could it be? My coffee instead. Mm. I can feel mm. something exciting. Mm. I know what this shape is. Mm. Yeah. I know what this shape is. What? We have a little dog. <gasps> oh. Oh. <laughs> Holy crap. See, it's not what you expected, Carl. Yes, you homophobe. Is. Yes, it is. You, women can be pilots, and then <laughs> twinks can be into Doctor Who. Okay? Oh, no. Oh, this is embarrassing. All right. All the items can't be winners, though. Here comes the... What, uh, what is any of this? Can they explain it? It's time for the throw pill. I don't know what any of these things are. Do they tell you? Here's no. a styrofoam peanut. Oh, yeah. Here's another styrofoam peanut. I left, <laughs> I left out all the clips of them uh, describing what the items are and okay. assessing, because they paid 30 bucks for this. Oh, so, trying to so then they're the like, well, worth? how much do you think this is worth? Uh, was, was doing this zero. is worth it. Zero. <laughs> yeah, zero. yeah, let's skip to the end. Where... <laughs> all right. But... Uh, uh, all the items can't be winners, Carl. Here comes a, a dud item out of the bag. Oh, yeah, because I've been and... so excited so far. Yeah. It's a Star Wars figure. It's right. a box. <laughs> oh. Oh. Is this is not. <laughs> oh. oh. Wait, hold on. Okay, this is, I think, basically a Dalek magnifying glass that they are calling, not a magnifying glass, sorry, um, a microscope um, science. And they're calling this a Dalek enemy identifier. Oh, I guess the orange Dalek as well was the scientist when they had they had roles for different Daleks in series five, and then they they killed off that lot of the Power Ranger Daleks. So that's interesting. Well, you, don't we speak the same language as these people in this country? <laughs> what the fuck are they talking about? I know. Tell them to Phil Elmore, Alistair. <laughs> yeah, we need Phil here. No one cares about your science toys. Jesus. Oh, and that's yeah. the one that they have to get right in front of the camera. Like, look at how right. boring this is, yeah. huh? No one would want one of these. Yeah, they actually get interesting with the most boring thing that yeah, they receive. Okay. Wow, a toy that teaches you too? I get to learn? <laughs> the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so across time and space, the seller of this crap has sent a correspondence to the boys about this next item. Are we on uh, Clip nine? nine. May I read this note to you? Yes. It says, Doctor Who, the brilliant book, 2012. Yes. Is this handwritten? Yeah, handwritten. Okay. Signed by Matt Smith, <gasps> a.k.a. the 11th Doctor, obtained at the 50th anniversary celebrations in London 2013. Oh, my God. Oh, it is. Well, there you go. <laughs> Shut up. I'll take it to camera. Why is it signed by Matt Smith? Ugh just said why yeah. Yeah. why is it, it just said why idiot yeah, scenario a the guy met matt smith scenario b the guy that sold you all this shit signed it himself and it you're fucking idea. shit out of luck correct probably the second one Ugh. fucking idiot all right but 10 10 is just the clip that sums up sums up this show for me okay oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's a fag <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now let's take stock of what we took away from this haul. They spent 30 pounds on all this shit. 
Okay. Just say we've made it past. <laughs> we've 30 made pounds. our money, and also you've got to let us know what do you think all this stuff is worth. Yeah, please do. Yeah, it's not worth the gasoline I would pour on it to burn it all. Yeah, it's that's what right. it's worth. Correct. It's garbage. <laughs> nothing. You get nothing. Wow. All right. Well, good find. Hula la. Yeah. Wow. That was awful. Check it out, Phil. Good job. Now let me ask you about hula la. I don't know how much work you've done on this. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Too much. Do they have other formats for the show, or is it just unboxing videos? Well, I, yeah, I believe that they talk about the episodes, but okay. I, I, I typed Doctor Who into Apple Podcasts, scrolled to the bottom, and then found the shortest one. That's how, that's how I pick these shows, Lucy. Genius. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Lucy spent days and days. Right. Yeah. And he's just like, what sucks? Yeah. Doctor Who. <laughs> bloop, bleak, bloop, and done. <laughs> What unboxing smarter, videos? It's, it's just like watching somebody else open their birthday presents. Why does anybody want to watch that? The only time I watch unboxing, maybe I'm saying this wrong. Maybe it's not an unboxing video. Is if it's tech or something, and I want to see what's involved with it. Something you want to buy. Something I want to buy, and yeah. I'm like, do I want to buy this this thing? Maybe it's VR a VR headset or something. I'm like, okay. I want someone to, to pull it out of the box, show me the specs, get a reaction. Do you want a dirty Doctor Who pillow? No. Oh, okay. I never, ever want a Doctor All Who right. pillow that's been in someone's house. Well, then maybe this podcast isn't for you. Who's obviously a loser. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, sounds terrible. All right. Let's, uh, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Thank Magic Mind for sponsoring Who Are These Podcasts. They've been a longtime supporter and sponsor. They help bring Who Are These Podcasts to you. I wake up every morning with Magic Mind. It helps my brain function better. It's the world's first productivity shot. Clean energy with natural ingredients without excessive amounts of caffeine. No afternoon crashes. No jitters. And they have been generous enough to send samples to the whole crew here. Producer Chris, Trucker Andy, Lucy Tightbox. We've all been able to sample Magic Mind. I've been living on it for a while now, but I want to know what your guys' experience has been. Producer Chris, what do you think? Well, I do like productivity, and also I like shots. And so it works out nicely. And like you said, none of the jitters. Boom! Hot that, take. Uh, no crashing. I'm, t- I'm tired to begin with. Yeah, I, I don't I, need to get back there. I have the a day. morning Your fog. Your ideas are intriguing to me, and I wish and to subscribe to your newsletter. Going, and it's not something where it's not like tequila. You don't drink it, and you go, oh, shit, well, I, that, I felt that. But you realize that after 30 minutes, an hour, you go, oh, well, I'm actually working at 100% right now. Yes. Yeah. Maybe 110%. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. And it actually, it works better the more you take it. You get on a routine, and it's, oh, it's a supplement. Okay. So... As you take it every day, it your body starts to respond to it, and it does more and more for you yeah. as you go. The effects are evident. Yes. But it's also super convenient, Carl. It is. You Two sips and you're done. Yeah. It's not like coffee where you have to spoon it out and wait for it to brew, and then you drink it, and you have to go to the bathroom, and it's like this whole ordeal. That's the fun part. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it's you, you, two two sips, and you're on your way to a productive day. Yeah, refrigerate it, too. 
It's it's better cold. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that. Magic mind. It's not a pain in the ass. It's yeah. not a pain in the ass. Lucy, have you been uh, yeah. trying your magic mind? I've been really enjoying it. I really like that I can take it as a supplement to a day, but also that I do feel feel it building upon itself day after day. I'm not getting those afternoon crashes. I've been using it in addition to one cup of coffee. So instead of doing my normal two to three cups of coffee, I've been doing one cup of coffee and then the magic mind. And it has been great. I've been feeling amazing. I have been more productive than ever with podcasts and the isotopes and yeah. all that stuff. You are been busy lately. I noticed the dancing was more on point. It's true. <laughs> we got better final. because yeah. of Magic Mind. Use the updated promo code WATP for 20% off a one-time purchase and 50% off a subscription when stacked with subscription discounts on the site magicmind.co slash WATP. Magicmind.co slash WATP, promo code WATP for your discount. Thank you, Magic Mind. And now it is time for our... Cringe of the Week. Cringe of the Week. And this one comes in from Nick Tucker. Nick Tucker's checking out our boy Harrison Young. That's right. Topic time. Sweet. What's going on with Topic Time Harrison Young? Did he admit something... That might be, while not shocking, pretty fucking nuts. I have to say, I don't think anyone in here is going to be like, I didn't see that coming. But then again, at the same time, you go, how is that possible? Okay. All right. I don't know. A better way to sum this up. Little tiny ones. But uh, but yeah, this is where I showcase kind of some of my stuff here and in my office. I kind of keep the nerdness contained to that one area of my house. Because I don't want my house to look like, you know, 40-year-old virgin type thing, you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's better than a 64-year-old virgin, but that's a show for another day. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, I said too much. Anyway, all right. Well, so you de- now you design a comic book. Tell me about that. Tell me, I mean, you, did you say? Yeah. <laughs> no one is surprised by just this. admitted that he's a 64-year-old virgin on the show. Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! That's so sad. Also, I got to say, my buddy Drew Lane is 64. How are these guys the same age? He looks terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he looks like the ghost of a 64-year-old yeah, guy. It's jaundice, right? Yes, people don't turn that color. He's yes. the next Golden Bachelor. <laughs> yeah, literally gold. <laughs> the jaundice bachelor. <laughs> so... Harrison Young's got some crazy things going on lately. Dabble Storian. <laughs> Not sexual, though. Just got him a guest on his show that's very exciting. That's right. Jake Hudson was just okay. a guest on. What a guest. Topic time. Okay. Whoa. All right. Well, um, so you live in the, t- right. the t- town of Waynesboro, Mississippi, Mississippi. I'm born and raised in a small town in Mississippi, Waynesboro. And okay. I also, I also, um, but also, I've, I've also, you know, podcast. The reason I started podcasting was because my father passed away. My father passed away in 2020 because of liver failure. Oh, I'm sorry. Because of alcohol, and and I just needed something to get my mind off of. And we were going through that thing that we can't talk about in yeah. 2020. But we can't talk about that. Okay, we won't talk about that. I you thought it brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> sorry to hear that, but. Seems like a weird way to start a uh, an interview. Here's what I don't want to talk about: yeah. the depressing shit in my life. If there's a topic you don't want discussed on topic time, <laughs> right. don't bring up that topic. <laughs> it's not time. Good point. 
So that might be something worth uh, dissecting a little bit and diving into. But we have much to discuss today. I want to put to bed the Carl Song parody contest. Of course, this was uh, over the last couple of months. We've had this contest and we never declared a winner. So I just wanted to declare a winner. I want to get some uh, prizes out to our winner. And the winner of the Carl Song parody contest sent in two songs that were both outstanding. The first one we played when we were in Michigan, we were at the Magic Bag. Oh, I've been spending my days being a prick, hiding my marriage with producer Chris. So I'll just nurse my beer and take tiny sips and hide in my basement and dress up like a chick. It's amazing what a foot doctor does. Make regular feet out of mangled old clubs. Wish I could floss my teeth, but I done gave up. Oh, I did. Yeah, I did. Living in the dabble verse. With no review, girls. This weird dork north of New York. John knows you only wanted him to sleep at your house. He would drink all your beer. He would spit and he'd drool. He'd bring his pet roach and he'd beat you at pool. But your felt is all green and you think you're not poor. contest is tony muskrat right. who not only brought in that gem but also this one that we've played a couple of times now here he comes now the big hand i'm mr rochester i'm mr snow I'm Mr. Tickets are on sale for DabbleCon. Well, it's fucking 10 below. <laughs> People call me Smile Talker whenever I speak. Always down on my knees. You're a creep. So, Tony Muscat with those two entries wins the contest. Congratulations. Right now, we are in the middle of the holiday-themed song parody contest. We've had three submissions that have all been fantastic so far. I hope that's not discouraging people because you don't have to send in a winner. We're putting together a whole holiday album, the WTP holiday album. So please keep those submissions coming in for your holiday-themed song parodies. Joe Sixpack was forcing my mother to listen to the... John shits in the sheets. Uh, shits in the sheets. <laughs> no, no. The, well, oh, that one too, but also the Springsteen one. Oh, right. That was fucking oh, amazing. That was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of good entries on that going so far. Okay. I have to talk about what I was up with pretty late last night. And that is Tukey got the link. Yeah. Tukey was on MLC. And this is such an incredible episode because... What happened is Tukey's doing his show and he's sniping Misery Loves Company. And of course, Ray DeVito's on there, who's Tukey's buddy. And this other woman, April, who has a puppet. She's like a ventriloquist, but she's terrible at it. And it's embarrassing. And it's not funny. And the show was not going great. And then uh, I think Kevin Brennan had a little bit of desperation. I went, I said Tukey the link. <laughs> and uh, so they, they did. And Tukey was fantastic. He won over everyone. 
Kevin loves Tukey now. He's ready to go on Tukey Soup. <laughs> yeah, I mean, after the show, he declared, he's like, oh, come on your show. You can come back on this show. So Tukey really won people over, and I was uh, I was very impressed with his performance on there. I thought he did fantastic. So I just wanted to play uh, a couple quick things. So what, what we're watching here, because MLC takes their shows down, what Tukey did was he was able to transition his show to just showing MLC and so we watched him on MLC for an hour and a half or however long it was on his show. So we watch his show, then he goes over there, and then he comes back again on uh, on his show. All right, KB, go ahead and do your plugs and eventually. <laughs> April, it's all right. We, well, we got right, it the first season. Wait, I just realized Carl can't, Carl can't even do a sh- in the hallway. Oh, oh, doing a, Ray, we're doing a hallway again. We're, do, we're doing it. Missing in the hallway. So this April woman who's uh, got the puppet up there and she's singing, mm-hmm. she would not shut the fuck up. She was just talking over everyone the entire time. And it was so frustrating. And so Tukey's crushing her the whole show, which is great. And she's trying to get Tukey involved in her nonsense. Like, hey, Tukey, you're a puppet. I got a puppet. We'll do this thing. And Tukey's like, no, I'm not. I'm not a part of, <laughs> yeah. of any of this. That's where Tukey gets real. Tukey's looking up at Kevin like, what do you, what do you think? Why are you wanting this to happen? Tukey's pissing in the hallway, pissing in the hallway. Did I show myself yet? Ray, he's pissing in the hallway, pissing in the hallway. that. The best part is uh, Carl can't even uh, make fun of the show because he loves Tukey. That's true. Tukey's so, a very <laughs> valuable ally to have. He he really is. I just caught on how stupid I was before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is very true. I think it's so funny that Kevin's thought was, I won't be able to goof on a show. When's the last time we talked about Misery Loves Company out here? It's been a while. It's been a long time. It's been a while. So I don't know why... You know, we, we could goof on Chad when he's on your show, obviously, because that's always fun. Now that he's a regular back on MLC again. I've been checking that out a little what a bit. What a get. But, oh. So then they start sniping Opie. Okay. And this was great because Opie's doing his beer show at Gevard's. And so they're watching Opie. And so the people who are watching either Tukey or MLC then go to Opie's stream and start super chatting him and fucking with Opie. It's all it's all so ridiculous, but I just thought this was going on. Draper, another two dollars. We don't accept two dollar donations. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hi, Draper. You have 143. You can send your two dollars to 228 and 30 West 72nd Street. So the the super chat up here for two bucks is there's 143,000 subs on your channel and 34 people watching it live right now. <laughs> so what are you doing, Opie? Is the question. New York, New York. Ground floor. This guy's making fun of me. Dude, that's, that's the owner. Cool, I'll take his two bucks. Yeah, we'll take you two dollars, but it's not cool. Send it in cash, though. I'm, you know, uh, you know, the king of the live stream is on right now, so it's hard to get numbers. Thank you. We do, Thank you. We get numbers in the replays, bitch. That guy in the left is annihilated, right? <laughs> Seems very maybe, drunk. yeah. That's the owner of Gavard. So. It's crazy that Opie, his reaction to that is, yeah, but we get more people viewing it after the fact. So I looked into this. The show that Tukey did yesterday has over 4,000 views in 24 hours. The show that Opie was doing yesterday has 647. (laughs) So that's not great, Opie. And the fact that you respond with, yeah, not a lot of people are watching now, but then it racks up. You got to watch out. No, no one's watching this show, Opie. It's embarrassing. 
that's 600 more than we're watching it originally. Well, so. that's true. That's true. Yeah. If you want to throw out percentage wise, I guess that's up quite a Great bit. Great job. Through the that, roof. That's a good point. Yeah. So I thought that was really funny that they're uh, they're watching Opie and goofing on him. And I just wanted to play a quick example. Check this out on Tukey's channel. The Bedabbler Network is a network now. But uh, if you watch the show from yesterday, it's fascinating how Tukey comes on and wins everyone over. I just have a quick example of that. But there's a lot of great moments for Tukey on here. Uh, I think it was related to Willie Gay, maybe. Uh, Tukey, do you have a KB impression? <laughs> oh, he's a fucking idiot. Chad's yeah, a was, fucking idiot. <laughs> he was doing it earlier. Oh, I didn't know. Was, I didn't yes. know it was Tukey doing it earlier. No, it was. Yeah, it that's was, a it was, fucking idiot. He should go to the Wawa and get a hoagie. <laughs> Wait, do uh, do do Ray and then me me and Ray back to back. Show I your love, versatility. They surely don't sell tickets. I mean, Chad's a dickhead, but I love Chad. I used to know Chad <laughs> growing up in Ohio. Ray, you talk about everyone you fucking knew, but no one ever fucking says they know you. You're so fucking unknowable. <laughs> Oh, You're a fucking good idiot. <laughs> I know. Oh, that's I good stuff. You, I love you, Kevin. You're great. I'm not even mad at you anymore, wow. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> so I love this because Adam was trying to feed him lines to say. It's like, yeah. no, no, no. Get, yeah, get out of the, the way. Tukey's got this. He knows, he knows the show. He knows the characters. He's ready to go. And it's so funny because this was all... Ray DeVito's idea to bring on April, who sucked, and Tukey just called her a whore the <laughs> entire story time. checks out, which was great. But then Ray also said to bring on Tukey, and this turned out to be a, a fantastic episode. For Ray. Thanks to Ray. Yes. So Ray was feeling really bad about himself, and then he had to leave early, and he's like, oh, shit, I fucked up. No, you did good, Ray. You brought on a, a lunatic that Tukey could goof on. You brought on Tukey. <laughs> and then you left. And then you got out of the fucking yeah, way. Perfect. <laughs> So it all worked out uh, very well. All right. I can't keep talking about stuttering John Melendez, but I also have to. Can't live with him. Can't live without him. He just keeps up his nonsense. This week, so much is going on that we have to address it. Fucking hell. I'm bringing in Cardiff Electric, ooh, who's on our ooh, side again. Ooh. What's up, Cardiff? What's up? What's up? <laughs> Cardiff, you've been podcasting a long time today, buddy. Oh, today? Oh, yeah. I was up this more early this morning with yeah. Tuki. Uh, no, that wasn't me. That was Ralph. That was Ralph. That was Ralph. By, by the end of that girl. show, you guys stopped even pretending it you wasn't the same. Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching Stutcho earlier, and he was like, you know why I don't trust that card of electric? Because it's a guy who dresses like a potato. <laughs> <laughs> He's so stupid. <laughs> Even by John's standards, it's like, oh, come on, I man. Know, you know better than that. <laughs> oh, and by the way, uh, Brennan, I think today's show is already back to hating Tukey. Oh. What? For real? Yeah, apparently he was shitting on him for a while based on a couple super chats wow i wonder what the reasoning is for that i'm surprised tukey knocked out of the park for him yesterday did a really good job mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right i covered this on the bonus show i did with blind mike on monday because it had just happened and i talked about it again with the druid mike show yesterday but i feel i need to bring it to the show proper because once again 
Stuttering John got trolled. He got had. This is an amazing prank because what happens here is John does zero prep for his show. He goes, I'm going to go subreddit surfing, which, by the way, cease and desist. <laughs> if I know how litigious the potato is. And John goes, I'm going to go, <laughs> go subreddit surfing. And, you know, he loves to go to Hackverse and Shuli's Anonymous. And the, the great thing about the people at Shuli's Anonymous is they hate Shuli, but they also hate John. And in John's world, it's like you're either with Shuli or you're, you know, with John. And that's just not the case. So someone made a video and they put a title on it. They knew that John would be yeah. really excited to watch it. They're fishing for a yep. blob fish. Correct. Yeah. So John, hook, line, and sinker, sees the video, plays it on his show live without curating anything. And I censored this on my end so that we don't get a strike. But, uh, yeah, there's some porn that shows up here. I haven't been hung over in a long fucking time. Oh, this looks good. Oh, wait a second. Fatty Patty. Man, are you delivering something? This looks good. Okay. So the the name of this video is Melton Shows Proof That Truly Paid For Views. Mm-hmm. So that's what John wants to see. Like, oh, let's let's prove that. Shuli's buying these viewers that he has on YouTube. If you will know, it was also posted six minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, it's brand new. So as soon as Jack goes, I'm going to go on the subreddit and start checking out what's on there. So it was like, oh, <laughs> all right, let's do this. <laughs> all right, so we're, he's watching it without sound, which is why you're not hearing. But it is showing Patrick Melton talking up until this point, and then it <laughs> yeah. switches over to a naked girl spread eagle. Man, are you delivering something? This looks good. <laughs> oh wait, I can't play that. Fuck. Hook, oh, no. <laughs> line, and Thank stutter. God, there. Hold on. You can't look at this fucking thing. I mean, I will I later. Probably just put that up, right? No, I don't know. <laughs> I think if I think if All a telemarketer right. literally called his house you right are... now and said, "I can get you proof of surely he would buy." Oh yeah. <laughs> like he throws credit card down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You are the one one pathetic loser. Thank you. I love that John does nothing but read insults on his super chat on every show, the entire show long. But he leaves them out there forever, and he reads them so slowly. He cannot read a word ahead. No. And that's what you do when you read live is at least one ahead. Correct. Yeah. Know where you're going it. with that. Yeah. You are one fat, gross, pathetic. I know what this is actually insulting. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get this off the screen real quick. He has, he has to just set a precedent so he, he can could, he could say he never reads the Super Chats in advance. Not even a word. Right. But then you'll see these parts where for 60, 80 seconds, he's going, uh, nope. Not reading that. Uh, uh, nope. So he likes to have it both ways. All right. This is great because now that Muttering Jay, who's the Twitter guy, who was trolling John for a long time and then took John's side for a long time and then decided to go back against John because he had Devil Storian on his show or whatever, John's realizing that Muttering Jay is probably the reason he was fired from his job at the school district. Because Muttering Jay was tweeting at them directly with stuff that John was doing on the internet. But then Muttering Jay proving that John's a narcissist and it's very easy to manipulate narcissists. 
just went on and just started saying, I don't like Carl and I don't like Shuli and I don't like the Shuli network. And then John's the best. And John went, this Wondering Jay guy's making some good Speaking points. Speaking my language. Yeah. So it's that, that's how dumb John is. And that's how you know he is an actual narcissist is if you're saying things he, he wants to hear, he loves you. doesn't matter what you've done in the past. Muttering Jay's posted photos of his kids, made fun of his trans uh, adult. It's an adult. Um, but, you know, made fun of his family, all these things. And then John all of a sudden just loves Muttering Jay. Well, Muttering Jay turned on him again. So now John wants to find out the identity of Muttering Jay in order to go after him with a lawsuit for getting him fired. But I will say, and I've discussed this with Vince, and he knows this to be true. When he got me fired from LAUSD, that is a fucking severe offense. Now, it is my legal right to have Twitter tell me who it is. That is a fact. <laughs> so that is what, when you were mentioning all these lawsuits, yes, I am talking to an attorney about that. Because I didn't do anything when I was fired. Because I didn't know, because they didn't tell me who was the person. But I can find that out now. I, I realized then said that there's a way I can do that. So I am now pursuing that. So let me just break down what's happening for people who are following this, all the ins and outs of this. John is talking to Vince the lawyer about trying to find out who Vince the lawyer's sock account is on Twitter. And Vince the lawyer is telling him that he will be able to find out who Vince the lawyer is. John, I don't real. I know you don't realize this. Vince the lawyer is the biggest troll on the internet. He's been trolling you for years, longer than anyone else, longer than anyone else. He's been trolling you. He still is. He's still doing it masterfully because you do not see it. You think he's your attorney. He says it all the time. He's like, I was talking to my attorney. He's not your attorney. You don't pay him anything. He's fucking with you. So, I thought that was fun. And, and, and uh, John's as, the one that got himself fired from his job. Well, no, yeah, absolutely. It's just like, look what this guy's up to. Well, as, okay, you're fired. As Kinky Spurgo points out in our Discord, that is not a fact. John goes, I can find out the identity. We can force Twitter to tell us the identity of this guy. That's a fact. No, it's definitely not a fact. That's not a thing. Good luck with that. Do you think Twitter knows the identity of everyone on Twitter? They don't. That's the whole point. I'll be having Twitter on my show later on this yeah, week. Like, how do you fucking not know that? You follow the news. You're this guy who tells us all about politics. They've been talking about this whole thing with yeah. anonymous accounts and shit on the internet. They don't fucking know. And it can make right. any email. It just be anything. Yeah. Apple doesn't unlock cell phones for the cops. And Twitter doesn't tell the cops or your lawyer who their users are so stupid that's good to know (laughs) (laughs) at least for now okay so and this is again from monday's episode and then we'll move on to yesterday's episode but uh john brings me up as he's been doing a lot lately and i'm not taking the bait i know it seems like i am but i'm mostly avoiding most of the things that he's saying but i did want to address this he's done nothing in life all he does is talk about me. That is the sign of a fucking loser. And he knows he's a loser. Well, no, he doesn't. He's too much of a narcissist. Why do they podcast? WDTP. Do we really need... Why do they podcast? Do we really need another show about stuttering John? Really? 
I mean, don't. I mean, isn't the consensus that we have enough? I mean, how many shows are you going to do about me? I know I'm incredibly charismatic. I know I'm the only successful one in the Dabbleverse. I know I'm the only one uh, who's entertaining. But alone, I don't need anybody. Unlike these other You're fucking guys, Kevin Brennan, came. he tries to do a show I'm alone. Fucks, I was watching him yesterday. Motherfucker. I started this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we need another guy yeah, talking really, about me. Yeah. I'm the fucking last one who's going to be out of this game, motherfucker. How dare you? Yeah, and it's like I just piled on. Sunday night at 10. <laughs> right. Well, of course, potato soup yeah, is a, a yes. welcome addition to this whole world, but. I just was taken aback by that. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> John, that's rude. <laughs> yeah. How <laughs> dare you? Yeah, someone in the Discord saying, I obviously stole it from Shuli. No! <laughs> Get your timeline right. <laughs> well, steal from the best, Carl, uh, you know? Shuli guy's onto something. John's an idiot, huh? All right. Uh, let's see if I can milk this for a couple of years. Unfortunate. Unfortunate when future generations look back, we all know Shuli's right the history books. So. Right. That's true. That's we know point. how this story will change. Yes. All right, so let's fast forward. Yesterday's episode, Tuesday this week, John is always complaining about people not giving him enough money, which is such a rude thing to do to oh, people who are I giving you, were you money. Say pathetic. Well, pathetic too. <laughs> I have a booger on my lip. Thank you. That's Troy Smith. <clears throat> Two dollars super chat. You have a booger on your lip. Thank you, uh, Troy. Oh, he's taking requests. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I love that you're all here with me on this Tuesday afternoon. This Tuesday afternoon. David Alexander, the rich guy. 30 G's you spent on donations. And only five to me. I think he's thinking of David Chandler, not yeah. David Alexander. Yes. Yeah. Right? So he's not even correct about this. But immediately he's angry that he only got $5. And he sees way bigger donations other places. And I'm the GOAT. But where do you I get the, the $30,000 number? I oh, just made it up. But how do you, that's a pretty random number to pull up. Yeah. Like he, he probably he owes $30,000 right now. He heard it from somewhere. Cause that John just repeats shit. He hears other people say, he doesn't have original thoughts in his head. So he sees this guy, gives him five bucks. And his first instinct is to complain about that. No one should give John anything. He does nothing to deserve anything. And he decides to complain about $5 charity donation. The goat. I am the one that supplies all the content for all of these losers. You said Carl loves Lusa. Uh, Lusa. Loves losers. Also, Carl's obsessed with me. By your logic, you equal lose. Um, no. <laughs> yes, yes, John. That's precisely correct. That's how that works. I'm going to talk to my attorney about that. You just saw he was mad at David Alexander for not giving him more than five bucks. And in the past few weeks, he keeps yelling at Brock Lee because mm-hmm. he goes, Broccoli, I see you're giving all this money to Kevin. You only give me this amount of money. What the fuck? So for some reason, this is the same show. It's just a few minutes later. He says this to Brock Lee. Good idea, Brock. And Brock, I'm going to stop asking you, you know, to fucking super chat me the big money. If you want to give it to Kevin, it's fine. I appreciate even the five bucks. Wow. He's really growing up right before our very eyes here. He's understanding gratitude. Interesting. (laughs) I think he had it in him. 
I thought you had a big list there. <laughs> nope. <laughs> just, just that one thing. But he, he really doesn't understand. I think it's obviously. Don't worry. He'll forget tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's the new begging tactic. Oh, is that what it is? Reverse psychology? Like, well, the shaming didn't work. Yep. So let me try this. I don't even want your money. Your money's no good here, Broccoli. Interesting. I like this David Alexander thing because that's just probably some new guy trying to support him. And he's like, Yeah, well, why am I getting motherfuckers? Right. Yeah. 30,000. The guy's like, I don't I mean, need 30,000 hours. There's more than one David in the world. Chest. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking idiots. All right. So John's figured out he's got something he's going to do next week on his show. I hope, I hope this is true. I don't think he'll follow through with it because he's an idiot. But if he does, I welcome it. You know what I'm going to do? Okay. New idea next week. I'm going to get a psychologist to analyze Lady K when he when he talks about me, and I guarantee you're going to realize that Lady K is jealous of me. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to understand this simple concept. Or a psychologist. He is fucking so <laughs> jealous of me. Could you imagine he brings in a rocket scientist? They're like, John, I don't understand psychology. I'm a rocket scientist. It's a very different field. But Carl, why don't we get in front of this? Why are you so jealous of John? Isn't that incredible? That's his new thing now that he's figured out. He had this big epiphany. He's like, that's what it is. Carl wants to be me so badly. And in the chat, there a penis wrinkle. I appreciate it. He keeps going, John, why would he want to be you? You're a loser. He has more money than you. He has more friends than you. He has more going on in his life. And John's going, nope. Nope, I was on the Howard Stern show. Nope, I was on Leno. It's like, who cares what you used to do? No one's jealous of what people used to do. And John's just not figuring this out at all. He's not going along with it. So, And that'd be what amazing he, if he had a psychologist. But he doesn't on. realize if, if he was to bring a psychologist on and analyze him on his show would th- be amazing. I think that would yes. end up happening inadvertently. Yeah. The guy would be like, well, Carl seems well-adjusted. What's up with you? Right. He's actually having a good time with this, where you seem upset. Yeah. You seem genuinely upset about what's <laughs> going on. How do you feel on. right now, John? <laughs> yeah, that would be. That's why I'm saying I hope he does follow through with yes. this. It'd be awesome to see him because he's obviously going to lead the witness. He's like, and what he'll do, <laughs> yeah. what his conclusion will be. <laughs> it's like when we brought Dr. Drew on uh, the Uncle Rico show to tell us that John's an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. It's like, right, Dr. Drew? Huh? <laughs> You've seen addicts, right? Huh? <laughs> he wasn't going along with it. It doesn't work that way. You oh. can't tell doctors what to prescribe to you. <laughs> I don't have cancer, right? <laughs> All right. Here, John is going to prove something to all of us. I'm not sure what he's proving. Maybe someone can help me with this. Now, Lady Kmart always wanted to be a radio star and a music star. And no one's even pointed this out, but I will. Watch. And learn. Yeah. Who are these podcasts? W-A-T-P. So, Opie, now all the... Okay. Now, people. Do you notice that little jingle there? Yeah. That's Lady <laughs> K wanting so badly to think that he's a radio star. So he plays a radio jingle. Because... Thank you, Clay Dabbley. Yes, I would destroy Silent Mike. It wouldn't even be fucking close. <laughs> that fat fuck would be da- down for the count. 
I love when he starts fantasizing about beating up his enemies. <laughs> it's one of my favorite like little kid things that he does. Oh, if he was in the ring with me, I'd punch him so hard in his face. He'd be <laughs> so upset and crying. Give a black eye. When he was making the army major watch Phil Elmore with his workout routine. Yeah. I'd just punch him in the face. Yeah. What do you, what do you think, I army mean, major? Do you think I'd just punch him in the face, right? I'd probably beat him up, right? Don't you think so? Got to go, John. So what did John just prove right there? I have a radio jingle because I, I have a show, John. It's a show. Yeah. <laughs> that's why there's uh, music. You're such a wannabe, Jingle. Carl. I think that's what you're supposed you're, to do. You wish you were a music star. I wish I was a music star. <laughs> I wanted so badly to be a music star. So John is doing this thing now where he's watching. And I, I'm going to play it in a, in a little bit. Chad Zumach picked up on this too. I put out like a six-minute long clip with Pat Oates in here. We are looking at some Opie stuff. And I don't normally put out videos that are that short. So it made it really easy for John and Chad to latch out of that. I'd be like, I watched this whole thing. I'm ready to I'm ready to riff on this one. So they both were came in guns a blazing. Well prepared. Yeah, ready to go on this video where we're goofing on Opie. And John's whole thing is that I say something and then John mimics it with a silly voice. Yeah. And that's hilarious for him. He's getting me really good. You know me. how much I hate that. Oh, he's gonna get me really good. You think you hate it. He's goofing on me. Lucy, this is rough. I mean, I don't even want to play this. He's just wearing your shirt. He's goofing on Carl. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Wait, it, who's they? Whoever is working with Opie, because Opie couldn't have done this himself. Okay. Okay. So- uh, Opie, couldn't done, Opie couldn't have done this himself. Oh, the face of failure. You're such a fucking loser. So John doesn't have any original thoughts believable. in his head, because I put out a video two weeks ago. With John's face, and the thumbnail said, the face of failure. Yeah. And ever since I did that, John's been calling everyone the face of failure. <laughs> so You're in his head, man. It's so transparent and obvious. <laughs> so this is what his style is, trying to do our show, where he watches a clip and then just repeats whatever I just said. Even though I'm in the middle of a sentence setting yeah. something up, I'll just pause it and go, what a fucking idiot. Why yeah. is he saying that? Like, well... Give it a second. Or, or he says, fucking hell. Fucking hell, yeah. This is, I actually wrote my notes, stuttering John fucking hell Melendez. Get rid of the stuttering. <laughs> John, you got to stop saying fucking hell. I know that you hang out with all your British blokes down there at the pub, but that's not something that people say as often as you say it. It's really annoying. So, John, again, completely uh, copying me because I like to talk about how a lot of the things that John critiques are pure projection. Actually, this is something that Vince, the attorney, has brought up to John many times, is that criticism is self-criticism. Now, you're going to watch Lady K project. He is going to project his own thoughts onto Opie. So for those of you who think I don't do prep, I think now you will know that I do. Because I watch this (laughs) fucking stupid ass just because... I want to goof on the hypocrisy and the projection of Lady Kmart. Okay. So obviously we've talked about projection on here. We've talked about prep. John's bringing all of these things up now. So now he's repeating the same stuff that he hears us saying, and he's trying to make it sound like we're the problem. He's all proud of himself. He actually watched a five-minute video before the show started. And remember, this is the day after he just showed porn on his channel yeah. because he wasn't watching the video. It's like, oh, I hope you would learn to watch a five-minute video. 
before you go on there and fuck that up again. Okay, obviously. I wasn't prepped for that. <laughs> so this is more mimicking me, followed by a thing that he's been saying a lot, especially on the show yesterday, about whether or not Howard Stern would like me. Is it the worst take? He's talking about smoking sections? Yeah. This is he's talking about smoking sections. Suffering sections. He's okay. talking about smoking sections. <laughs> oh, Lady K, if you were ever on the Stern Show, you would be the biggest. Howard would fucking despise you. Despise you. That's a fact. Trust me. That's not how facts work, John. <laughs> what is an actual fact is that Howard Stern despises stuttering John. That's an actual fact. He has said it. So that is actually a real thing. That's a fact. But this is what's so funny is now John is talking about how, well, I fit in with the Stern show, guys. Carl wishes he could do that, and he wouldn't be able to do that. And he continues on here. Trust me, Lady K. If Howard Stern watched this, he would fucking... He would go, this is the worst show I've ever seen if he watched your show. So this reminds me of Patty Seacups, Patrick Michael, when we were goofing on him and he was trying to fight back. Carl's that guy that if he was in my eighth grade class, we'd all be goofing on him. Oh, no, he called me a substitute teacher. That's right. He goes, he goes, if he, <laughs> oh, was, the our, irony. If he was our substitute teacher, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> if he was our substitute teacher, We'd all be goofing on him and laughing at him. And now John's doing the same thing. He can't make fun of me. He has no skills in this. He's not good at roasting. But if Howard Stern was there and Fred and Jackie, oh, man, the pile on. And then John could be laughing in the background and making teeth jokes and everyone would be laughing together. He can't do it. Yeah. But with all of his buddies, his former buddies there goofing yeah. on me. What a weird fantasy. <laughs> He'd be in the background just nodding his head saying, yeah, yeah. yeah my work is done here. Yeah. But this potato is uh, really hot now. <laughs> but this is the fantasy of people who can't do things on their own. Yeah. They remember a time when they were a part of a clique or a group that was doing good things. And they go, man, if only you had crossed me then. Because that's when I had friends and we were all laughing at jerks like you. We would have got you so good. Bring it, John. <laughs> go go for it. Any Anytime you want to actually make fun of me, go for it. I welcome it because this is not it. I'm going to warn everyone this is the worst song parody John has come up with, and that is saying a lot. Have you seen King Putz yet? No, but I can't wait. Andy? Nope. This is unbelievable. Yeah. John doesn't even realize you have to change the lyrics in a song to make it make sense, to make it <laughs> funny. He just decides to start singing a song, and he's bad You're going to criticize it. lyrics, Carl? Yeah, I am going to criticize lyrics. There, Cardiff. At two, Carl. <laughs> At two. Himself. He thinks he's so great sitting in his panel basement in the shithole of New York, high crime rate, high poverty rate, <laughs> high inflation. And he. Unlike <laughs> California. Inflation is a Rochester thing, apparently. Oh, he's grasping at straws. He's grasping at straws. And where he lives in the valley is a shit show. I was just there recently. It is. Do you want to talk about crime? You want to talk about poverty? We don't have nearly the homeless problem. And we do have a pro homeless problem here, but not nearly what they're looking at yeah. in that way. You retard. Poverty rate, high inflation. And he's sitting there thinking he's somehow the king. You're King Putz. 
King Putz. King Putz. When when I die, don't think I'm a nut. Don't want a fancy funeral. Just one like old King Putz. King Putz. This is the actual lyrics. How does he come up with this? <laughs> no, no, Carl. He put, he changed tut to putts. No, no, it's yeah, no, I, I did hear that part. Yeah. <laughs> but what <was> he... <laughs> King Tut had died. That's why that lyric made sense. I'm still yeah. alive. Man. <laughs> What's he talking about? <laughs> this is a 50 year old song that John is singing right now. I'm thinking that he's witty and interesting. Low life putts. Born in a shithole, dies in a shithole, King Putz. <laughs> Clever rhyme scheme. Putz, 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 putz. Wow. Putz, 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 putz. Don't hurt yourself. Now when I die, oh, no. don't think I'm a nut. You only know that don't line? Don't no fancy funeral. Just one like old King Putz. King oh, Putz. Let's back that up. Let's watch the saliva fly. I thought that was a tooth. (laughs) Now when I... He can't afford math. Oh, you're right. I die. Don't think I'm a nut. Don't want no fancy funeral. Just one like old King Pups. King (laughs) Pups. Snaggle tooth. Snaggle tooth. King Pups. Snaggle tooth. Snaggle tooth. Snaggle tooth. He is always a loser. The drinks a dainty, he's a dainty <laughs> drinking booze of it. King Putz. <laughs> King Putz. Yeah. Wow. Keep it going, John. You're killing it. All right, let's go back to King Putz. <laughs> as so, soon as he, he tried he... to change a lyric, he got completely lost and no idea what to do with it. It was getting dangerously close to. Do, do, do up, do, do, do up. I think uh, the chat has found you out, Carl. They knew you ended the Carl Parody contest early <laughs> yes. before yeah. that this one. Oh. Yeah. Holy shit. It's so bad. He's just trying to show you how to be a music star. So another thing that's been happening lately is I guess Carter's phone number got leaked. And there's speculation that John's the one who leaked his phone number since John's been talking about doxing Cardiff nonstop for a week or so. What an asshole. Cardiff, you Things want to weigh happen. in on, on this? <clears throat> uh, my lawyer has advised me. No, <laughs> okay. I, all I, I never accused John. No, you did of of leaking my number. I was just notifying my friends that I communicate with on that number that my number has been compromised. So DM right. me there. That's all. That's all that was. That was an accus- accusatory statement. Correct. As John would like to say. But because of this, there's a lot of people accusing John of doxing him, and John likes to say he doesn't dox anyone. He literally comes out and says he doesn't dox anyone, which is insane. He loves to say my name, spell it out, and then he's like, it's all over LinkedIn. You have to know my name to find my LinkedIn profile. That's how that works. LinkedIn doesn't suggest me to you. It doesn't take hints. He doxed himself. He doxed himself. He put his own address Mm -hmm. in Cape Coral up on the screen and left it up there for a long time. John's constantly doxing people. I just wanted visitors. And as he's saying he doesn't dox people, he decides to dox my fucking wife. And I, I muted this, but it happened. Who gave him that fucking haircut, by the way? Is that Jennifer? Is that Jennifer? Your wife? Huh? Oh, yeah, you want me to go for your wife? 
You have no problem giving to my kids? You fucking douchebag. So I, I cut out the part where they said her last name. Johnny, don't goof on your kids. I really don't. He keeps bringing this up. Patrick Melton goofs on your kids. People keep bringing that up to you and you go, I don't know who Patrick Melton is. Yes, you do. It's Fatty Patty. I wrote a song about it you're all proud of. You know exactly who that is. We goof on how worked up you get about yes. people goofing on your kids. Right. We goof on the fact that you keep bringing up your kids in order for people to bring up that you bring up your kids so that you can get worked up about people bringing up that you bring up your kids. Oh, you think God. I get worked up? <laughs> yeah. It's so insane. So John just goes around doxing me nonstop, spelling out my name. He's trying to weaponize the information that he has. And he's saying my wife's name. He's just trying to get this information out there. And again, the point of doxing someone is you think that potentially someone else will ruin their lives for you. Yeah. He's lazy. It's a lazy thing to do to your enemies, but also a really shitty thing to do. You have to be a shitty person to do it. In all of the back and forth I've ever had with Stuttering John, I've never leaked his address, his phone number, any information that I've had about him. It's just a dick move. People don't do that. Just the audio book. I ju- all I did was post the entire MP3 of his audio. Oh, shit. Cardiff got me. <laughs> Allegedly. It got me to admit it. So John's watching this video. You probably remember the last time we were talking about Opie, we played a clip where Opie says this one joke to a guy in his show and him and Carl Ruiz crack up about it for over a minute straight. It's crazy how hard they're laughing at Opie's stupid little one-liner. So that was the whole point of this video that we had. And John can't believe that I would say this. But it goes on for over a minute. Goes and- on, John. It goes on, John. It goes on for over a minute, John. And the reason why it goes on and on is because... The reason why it goes on and on, John, John. The reason why it goes on and on, John, and John. That'll get funny. See, that's the way people Opie talk. is laughing at his own joke. <laughs> okay. Projection. Projection. <laughs> Opie is laughing at his own joke. Now I ask you, how many times does Lady K laugh at his own jokes? Fucking nonstop. Oh, that's the answer? <laughs> there is another projection. I was thinking about it. I mean, so Carl Heberger, H E B E R G E R, wife was too embarrassed to take his name. Carl laughs at his own jokes incessantly, but he's going to accuse fucking Opie of that? Not just accuse him. I show proof. What a fucking tool. I showed my work on that one. Yeah, where's the supercut of Carl laughing at his own jokes? Also, John, you can say my wife's embarrassed, but she sleeps next to me in my bed every night. (laughs) So where's your wife? She also doesn't have your last name and sleeps with another guy, Aaron. I sleep in a race car. (laughs) Right. Oh, that's the other thing, too. When people stick up for me in the chat, and I appreciate it, and they go... Well, you know, Carl actually has a family and a wife. And and John's like, I don't even, I didn't want a wife. I don't want to eat pizza every day. So his logic is that it was his decision to get a divorce and lose half his money so that he could fuck other people. Should have thought of that before you got married (laughs) and lost all of your assets over it, dummy. Doesn't make any fucking sense. If that really was your decision to lose half of your money and live the way that you live now, then you're an idiot. Yeah. He's got I didn't want my out. I didn't want my mansion. I wanted to give half of it to right. my wife. Smart. Good move. All right. This is uh our fucking hell clip. Look at those teeth. Holy saber tooth. Fucking hell. 
looks fine. Yeah, hugging and kissing. (laughs) (laughs) Now they're all laughing at their own jokes. Wow, talk about the hypocrisy. (laughs) Fucking hell. Fucking hell, John. Got us again. Well done. I think of us in Detroit watching him live and everyone just yucking it up over drunk nothing. Go fuck yourself, John. (laughs) In summation. The the problem with John here is all the things that he goofs on people he doesn't like for are things that he does. And we've pointed this out many times where John always goofs on Jackie for laughing too hard at his own jokes. And every time John's on another show, when he was on that radio show in Des Moines, and he's laughing at everything that he's saying. He laughs at his jokes in his book. Nonstop (laughs) laughing at his own jokes. Things that he said a thousand times before. He'll say it again and laugh again. Well, the problem with that clip, though, is not... That somebody was made a joke and everybody had a good time at, uh, at the joke. It's how long they carry yes, on no about a, a mediocre joke. That was the point. It goes on for like three times too long. Yes. That's why it's stupid. Correct. Not because people are having fun with jokes. Right. It happens from time to time. When we get genuine laughs on this show, yeah. I have to explain laugh. this to John. I, I, I don't think I have to explain so it to insane. our audience. So stupid. Someone sent me this. Apparently, they found John's house, the house he just moved into in Florida. It's already a problem going on. I'm going to go shit in that yard. Holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Get, oh, get this my God. So today we got a uh, we got a hoarding job over in Florida. Did you see that? He had to do the capture thing live on the air. (laughs) Got me again. (laughs) Beer bottles. We also got to get the garbage out of the car as well. And this is how the dumpster is looking. But I have a car. Only after the garage. It's where I keep my beer. All right, let's take a look inside. All right, so there's. A little outside. Oh, look at all these roaches. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Let me out of here! <laughs> Alrighty. So. Oh, there it is. John's living room. This is bad. Oh, it's the Coors God. cans that allowed me to put a bigger down payment than Carl on my Florida house. <laughs> want a, Coors Light? a lot of these bottles were empty and then refilled with urine. God. What's worse? Uh, <laughs> that's, not a, that's not actually John's. Always same. recycle. <laughs> same, same. <laughs> it's a joke, everybody. It's a joke. Yeah, that was the other thing that everyone's telling John, you know, it's really stupid to goof on me for renting out my second home in Florida that I don't live in permanently. That's what you do when you own a second home. And John goes, I talked to Carol on the phone. That was not his plan. What do you mean it wasn't my plan? Oh, you, you guys you, discuss yeah. plans? No, I didn't. Yeah, that. yeah. He, he was just trying to talk to me. all your financial arrangements. I didn't tell him anything John about the finances. Lenders. He was telling me about how much he put down on his house and what his mortgage payment was. I didn't tell him any of these Where things. Where do you see yourself in five years? And also, yeah. John, remember when I was telling you how I had a management company? Why do you think I have that? I've always planned on buying a house and then renting it out. That's why you buy a second home. As an investment, you idiot. John acts like I'm the idiot. He bought a house that just sits there, and he's paying a mortgage and a ton of interest on. He's going to end up paying four times what it's ever going to be worth when it's all said and done. But he won't, because he's not going to live that long. His mom probably will outlive him, and she'll be stuck with it. But that's John for you. That's Johnnomics. All right. This is from Baloney Factory. Fucking love Baloney Factory. He's killing it. I'll be your worst enemy. I might go to Detroit this weekend. 
Vinny Paulino <laughs> is going to get me in. So is Carter. Mm. I don't think you want to meet me, though. I don't think so. But if I do come, we will meet. <laughs> and when we meet, it won't be good. Hmm. <laughs> 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 what is the Mazda? Forty factory. We haven't negotiated yet, but I'm not going to be cheap. He knows that. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Joey. I do want a three-hour movie of that. Yeah, I know. I'm I cool with that. that. Now, John has said many times, if he ever sees me, you know, obviously it will be good. We live close to each other. He's like, turn away, look the other way, don't even talk to me. Turn away, walk away. I'm hideous. <laughs> and I was listening recently to when Howard Stern was reacting to John on the Adam Carolla show mm-hmm. and Howard decided that John was his mortal enemy from there on out mm-hmm. because of what John was saying about him. And Howard said the exact same thing. If I ever see John again, he better just turn turn around and walk away. And I went, oh, John has no original thoughts in his head at all. He Everything he says, he heard someone else say it. And then he says it. It's a weird way to go through life. It is. All right. Speaking of weird ways to go through life. So I brought this up on the bonus show we did. Opie and Louis J. Gomez were going at it on Twitter. Yeah. And so Louis brought this up on Legion of Skanks this past Monday night. And I thought this, what I have is some clips of Lewis talking about how this all happened and then Opie's response to it. Awesome. So that we can kind of dissect this. You said he responded to you. I would like to hear what that is, actually. I, 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 I want to see the video. I'll give, I'll give context real quick. And I, I, we talked sure. a little bit about it today. And I don't want to spend a ton, a ton of time talking about it. Because I don't want... I think radio wars and podcast wars are fucking hack at this point. Oh, I, I, fuck I don't want to lower ourselves. <laughs> to you're going down. It's, it's just a dumb thing. He's a fucking thin-skinned idiot. Thing. This is just what happened. It's a fact. You, it, it happened in real time. It's a, All right. Maybe I, I, I shouldn't have gone that hard on him. We're actually on Lewis's side of this <laughs> <laughs> I got everyone all over the <laughs> Fuck this guy. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> Available and public for everyone to see. Um, so somebody tweeted at me and they called me Opie. They were like, oh, you're, you're the Opie Allegiant of Skanks or something like that, which is, this is fucked up. It's widely known as an insult. If somebody calls you Opie, that is an insult. Yes. That's fu- <laughs> like, that is his fucking legacy. Let's get real. Okay. Right. That's, well, they're not- saying you're the straight man on a show. No, that's not saying you're straight man. They're saying you're the unfunny one. You're the, the bit killer. You're the one who stinks on the show. That's what they mean by saying you're the Opie. It's not. <laughs> yes. Correct, Lewis. That is what they mean when they say you're the Opie of the show. Low blow. Yes. Just the straight man, right? Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, I was they, giving you the benefit of the doubt. No, no, no. That's not what it is. <laughs> so I I responded to that, and I wrote to the guy who, who said Jake, that Jake, is me. that my DLV yellow pizza? Pull, pull it up. You can pull it up. Jesus Christ, guys. You just had it up. Jake, go ahead. Jesus, yeah. Oh, man. I don't need pork. I think you're podcasting wrong, Carl. Me either, dude. <laughs> but yeah, no shit. Why, why are we not at the stand right now? Getting pizza delivered to us as we podcast. Guys, I don't want you watching any more of this. Yeah. You know what? I'm, this is a bad idea. I'm sorry. Yeah. I brought it up. I know. 
It's Puerto Rican Thanksgiving. <laughs> so I, I respond to that guy, and I'm like, yeesh, an Opie reference. Tell me you're 50 without telling me you're 50. Um, which, uh, it's not, uh, this is not a knock on Opie. I'm just saying, like, you're a fucking, you're an adult. If you're, if you're an Opie and Anthony fan, you're 45 years old, 50 right. years old. You're yes. from back in the fucking day. You're out here making Opie, re- out of nowhere. The There's no context. Yeah, There's some yeah. old-ass reference. Just it's, the word Opie. It's yeah. just fucking. It's literally the equivalent of being like, oh, behave. It's, the, it's just. <laughs> so, 100%. This was not a knock on Opie. It was basically just like, oh, you're making an Opie and Anthony reference. That's, that's we're all over that. We're all mm-hmm. past that at this point in our lives. That was all he was saying. He didn't tag Opie on it. He wasn't looking for a fight with Opie. So how Opie found this? Obviously, someone probably sent it to him. Like, oh, someone wants to get Opie going. Ooh, look at what Lewis is doing. He's fucking with you. So Opie responds. <laughs> Tastefully, I'm sure. Uh, yo, Louis J. Gomez, you piece of shit. Stop playing tough guy. <laughs> this is crazy, dude. I have no issue with you when you know it. Take this garbage somewhere else. Go use someone else as your punching bag. Every time you saw me, you showed me nothing but respect and have invited me on your show numerous times. Fuck off. Fuck you. Oh, this is Opie's response to tell me you're 50 without telling me you're 50 with your Opie comment. And Opie's just like, what the fuck? I'll murder you and your family. I'm like, oh. He's like, whoa, dude, relax. I don't know. This is justified. <laughs> no, he don't even know. No, that is a he crazy... doesn't know how to read Twitter. Yes, he it's thinks a... you wrote the old person shit. It's it's <laughs> psychotic. It's just a psychotic yeah, reaction to. So I was like, so you can put, you can put my response. Obviously, we're just gonna keep on going with that theme, right? So I go, LOL, Opie, you really are the thin-skinned pussy they always said you were, huh? <laughs> well done, <laughs> Lewis yeah. J Gomez. That's. The perfect response, because, yeah, Opie took that way too hard. Mm-hmm. Dude, relax. It's just a tweet. I didn't even tag you in it. No one even saw it. That's the <laughs> thing about a lot of these tweets that people see in their timelines or their notifications. No one else is even seeing this. Yeah. It's not a big deal. I got to say, I'm glad you did, though. Oh, I know. It's yeah. great. It's great that he did. Oh, my. Then, Lewis, a piece of the Albiolo pizza? No, thanks. Uh, he goes, not a fan of phonies that play it one way when they see me and talk behind my back. P.S. Your special was really bad. Lazy comedy relying on really dirty material. Go back to your circus tent. Sheesh. Which is the same thing he's been saying about Jim Norton. He likes to say that he doesn't watch his stuff, but also his new stuff sucks. And it just relies on overly dirty material. So, But also he says behind my back. It was literally on Twitter, right? That's a good point. Yes. So let's see. There must be other animosity this is stemming from. Guy's always been yeah. a good critic. Yeah, but dude. at least he watched the special. Yeah, yeah he watched it. <laughs> so then I replace the click, dude. <laughs> <laughs> So then I respond. Yeah, so I go, Opie, you created something that people cared about 25 years ago. You've not created a single thing that anyone has enjoyed since. People use the name Opie as an insult. Think about that. You're irrelevant trash. Thanks for watching my special. I, like most others, have not watched anything you've done in a very long time. Oh, wow. Which is the truth. I like when you wrote, I'd take it off the internet, you hack. Yeah. (laughs) That was my favorite one. Um, So apparently he Zach also tweeted something at him, right? Yeah, but I was trying to mediate because I were, saw what was happening. Yeah, it was fucking psychotic behavior. And well, man, wrong. I, man, I ratioed this cocksucker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can you pull up Zach? Nah, he popped tweet. off right away. Like, all right. So Zach and Miko puts in his uh, two cents in this conversation. 
dude, you're fucking this. I I do a, I do a lot of this. I do a lot of Lewis mediation. Do you really? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, you're fucking this one up. Lewis calling uh, was saying calling him Opie was a desperate pass by an old sand a sad fanboy clinging to a 20 year old feud. You got so worked up, you never thought about context. Just enjoy being rich and having a family. Wallowing in internet drama is gross. Yes. So pretty well summed up. Opie, you're missing on this one, buddy. Relax. I don't know why you got so worked up. You shouldn't have. Let's just let it go. Move on. So let's see what Opie's response is. Do you think think Opie's going to be like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Opie's bruised ego. I learned a lesson. Yeah, let's see. This is why Opie's measured response said, take it away, Opie. You can say whatever you want about me and whatever. I'm sorry, real quick. Yeah. You'll notice in the last clip there, it was four friends surrounded by a group of people. Yep. Cut to one man sitting lonely in his apartment. Showing off his wealth that he has from his relationships with Anthony and Jim and Patrice. I should ask real quick since Cardiff is on here. Carter, mm-hmm. are you still uh, buddies with the Opster? No, he's <clears throat> he he's he hasn't reached out to me. He hasn't responded to anything I've sent him lately. So I think he's uh, I think he's done with potatoes. Oh, he's out of the Cardiff business. I have Big to say, I, I haven't been paying a lot of attention to Opie, but whenever I do, it's so boring. He peaked when he was bringing Cardiff on regularly and Corn Diff and Cordiff and. Yeah, it looked like there was hope for him yeah. having fun with this. I remember there was one day, you might have been over at my house, and I'm watching Opie and Tukey's on there and Cardiff, and we're just like, wow, what is going on right now? Like, this is actually a special moment. Like, good things are happening. Opie saw joy in his life yes, again. he was smiling, laughing, dancing. Yeah, there was, like, hope for him or something, and I was just back there. <laughs> yeah, now it's like... Opie, what do you say to the allegations that you're thin-skinned? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off, motherfucker. I'll murder you. That's what I say. Like, okay, well. But I hate, hate phonies. I hate so people he, that BS to your face. So he had whoever does his production pull up a photo of Louis J. Gomez as he's talking about phonies. And then do something different behind the scenes. That Louis Gomez roasted you like coffee beans, brah. What did what, what did Louis Gomez say? Because I, I I don't I don't play the back and forth. Louis Gomez uh, took some cheap shot at me, and I I hit him with a sledgehammer, and then I turned off my Twitter, and I I enjoyed the rest of my day. What? How did he get me, brah? We just saw all the tweets. Yeah. <laughs> He hit him with a sledgehammer? There was a bit of a back and forth. Yeah, too. right. It wasn't all just said, one. All you said was, I saw your special. It wasn't great. It seemed like some of the jokes were lazy. That was a sledgehammer? Okay. Lewis didn't take it that way. <laughs> I hate two-faced people. I hate phonies. You know, Lewis Gomez is uh, is an... Eh, he's like an average... For the people that don't know, he's like an average comedian... Uh, he's not even close to as good as the rest of the New York comics, but, uh, you know, the rest of the New York comics, yeah. <laughs> all of them, all of them. He's not even close to as good as all of the other comics. Lewis was watching this reaction and he goes, I'll take it. Yeah. It's a mediocre comic. He was like, all right, that's cool. It's not bad. Yeah. Considering the population. Well, also considering when this is the guy who hates you, who's going on a show and be like, you motherfucker. Like, you're, like <laughs> yeah. you're the worst guy. He's like, you know, it's, it's, his thing was pretty good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'd hate it. So that's kind of weird. Uh, the New York comics seem to like him. He's a very good, he's a very good promoter. He does a very good job with Skankfest, but he's not really a great stand-up. 
And he honestly wasn't good enough to be on the Opie and Anthony show back in the day. And he certainly tried, but he just wasn't good enough. And as, again, he pointed out, when Opie and Anthony was still on the air, he was one year into comedy. So he wasn't there beating down the door to try to get on the Opie and Anthony show. He was barely on the scene at that yeah. time. And then over the years, you know, he takes little cheap shots at me. When I got let go at SiriusXM, he was pretty happy about it. For what reason, I don't know, because I was always very, very nice to him. I was you happy know, about it. Um, he probably you were happy when Anthony because got he was never out. on the Opie and Anthony show. But the fact is, he just never made the cut. He wasn't good enough. And then, um, and then he joined uh, Anthony's network. And, Can you pause you know, it? Quit- yeah. Of all the people that were probably celebrating when Opie got fired from Sears, how is it Louis J. Gomez he remembers? Right. Of- it doesn't make any sense at all. I don't think yeah. Louis even cared about that. He's doing his own thing. Yeah, to pull that information out is yeah. very strange. Well, and as Lewis said, he did shows with Anthony around that time because he was on Compound Media with Legion of Skanks. And Anthony's goofing on Opie. You're going to laugh along. You're going to be like, well, hold on a second. Let's be fair about this. You know, they're just they're just having a laugh. I don't think Lewis is just going after Opie for anything personal no, or anything. And no. just Yeah, he sucks on the radio. And he doesn't have a radio show anymore. That's all. Oh, he did. Still does. Yeah. Quickly started trashing me because everybody that works for Anthony has to trash me. So then, they don't have um, to, but they like it. Yeah. One day, I went over to Gas Digital. Carl Ruiz uh, went with me, and I asked uh, Lewis right to his face, what's up, bro? I, I, I never did anything bad to you. I never talked bad about you. Why do you feel like you have to talk bad about me? And he's like, I think Opie's mistaken on this one because when he went to Gas Digital, he was doing that live on his podcast. He talked to Ralph Sutton, who's the other owner of Gas Digital. Lewis wasn't there for my recollection. And then we had Ralph on WATP and we talked about this. I played him the clips of it. And Ralph even talked about talking to Opie. I don't think Lewis had any interaction with Opie. So Opie's making all of this up. Yeah. This is how he remembers it. It's like, oh man, you know, that's what that's what's encouraged when you work for Anthony. And I don't mean anything by it, man. I think you're great or whatever the exact words were. He showed me nothing but respect and he was very, very nice to me. And then he gave me a tour of Gas Digital, and it, it was, was fine. It was definitely you know, I Ralph. thought the guy was all right. thought the guy was all right. I know he works really, really hard. Doesn't um, even know who he's talking about. No, and then, uh, no idea. And then, you know, and then I'm not sure if the other time was before or after this, but uh, I'm on the streets in New York with my my uh, daughter strapped to my, 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 my chest. chest. And Lewis comes up to me in the street, and, and he couldn't be nicer to me. Like, really, really nice. Yeah, that was the other thing. I saw Lewis watching this part. He goes, yeah, because I'm a human being. Yeah. What am I supposed to do? Like, start punching you? Yeah, take a swing at <laughs> You're sitting there with your daughter on the street in New York. And I got right in his fucking face with my daughter on my chest. I said, what, what's up, bro? Sounds like you were the asshole of this exchange, yeah. Opie. What's up? <laughs> what's you know, I go, you're being all nice to me in person, but you, you talk crap. Uh, to you know, to uh, uh, behind my back, excuse me, behind my back. Ah, oh, man, and once again, ah, oh, man, it's all just you know, man, I respect you, man. You know, I'm a fan, man, I'm this man. And then he gave me something called Real Ass Dude of the Week, which is a little yeah. <laughs> real ass dude of the week. As, as I got, I was watching Lewis respond to this. He's like, That's not a real thing, yeah, <laughs> it's <just> a joke. <laughs> <laughs> But he gave me real ass dude of the week because I didn't back down uh, when I saw him on the street, even though my daughter was 
was uh, strapped to my chest. So you put your daughter in danger. And then everything yeah. seemed to be all right. And then he took some dumb cheap shot at me last night. And I just, I basically said, I'm, I'm not a fan of phonies. All right. <laughs> some dumb cheap shot. Oh, but you got to learn to let things go where you're at in your career. It's nuts to me that he would see a tweet he wasn't even tagged on and respond like that. So easy to just ignore and move on with your life. Well, I'm glad he doesn't. No, it's yeah, been a great segment. No, it's it's fantastic. Speaking of people who overreact to things, <laughs> it's time to mock Zumok. Now, the reason why I wanted to talk about Chad Zumok is my boy John Marlowe, who sometimes sends me in some things to look at and to pay attention to, told me that uh, Chad's having a bad week, and I guess Chad put out. On his Patreon, no shows this week. He needs a break from the Dabbleverse. It's too toxic, and he just needs to take some time off. And then what does he do? He goes on MLC on Monday, and then he has a show on Tuesday morning, and then another show on Tuesday afternoon. And it's insane because Chad is not going home for Thanksgiving. He's staying in Tampa. His old neighbor, who he's friends with, passed away and has a funeral going on this weekend. And so people were thinking that Chad would go home for Thanksgiving and to go to this funeral. And Chad is saying he will not be doing those things. And this is the reason why. Uh, I I mentioned briefly that my neighbor had passed away and I was contemplating on going back home uh, because of the funeral and all that. And I just, the fact of the matter is, is I can't, uh, I can't, uh, can't afford it. So, I won't be uh I won't be going home for Thanksgiving. I won't be going home for my friend's funeral. Uh I talked to his family, they understand it's just too much money and so I'll be here and I'll probably try to podcast on Thanksgiving, do something. I've never seen this side of Chad Zumach. He sounds truthful, he sounds genuine for once. I, I'd like to go, I can't afford it. Holy shit, did that come out of your mouth, Chad? I believe you. Yeah. Oh, sounds, I do too. I was waiting for him to beg for his super chat. Sounds something. extremely plausible. But then, four minutes later. Oh. <laughs> You've been exposed, Chad. The whales are gone. I don't give a fuck. Okay, so what's happening here is some of the, he's, he calls them whales, the people who give big super chats, the David Chandlers, not David Alexander, David Chandlers <laughs> of the world, and nice. Dang and lizard. Rip. Yeah, dang lizard. So they're not contributing to Chad's show lately. And Chad's not making a lot of money on Super Chats. This has been reported back to me. I don't know what's going on. But some people are going through and calculating how much money he makes. I think Tukey's one of those people. Yeah. They'll be like, well, he was out for two hours and made 47 bucks. <laughs> good good work. So someone messaged him here. He's just reading the chat. He's not even putting it up on the screen. And someone's going, oh, now the whales are gone. It's all coming down for you, isn't it? And so this is his response. You've been exposed, Chad. The whales are gone. I don't give a fuck. They're all, they're all like, they're all owned by the whales. I'm not owned by anyone. I don't care. I really don't. I've done very well for myself off the internet where I don't rely on this as my income. Okay. Don't get it twisted. You guys don't know what I, you have no idea. So a couple things here. First off, you can't afford to fly back home to cleveland four minutes before this and now he's telling us he doesn't care if people super chat or not he makes tons of money but he never says how he makes all of this money 
I checked to see what his dates are. There's one date that he has, unless he's not updating his website, probably not. But he has one date that's in May or something of next year as far as a gig goes. And this guy got caught stealing credit cards. So we're all curious, what do you do for money? If you're not relying on Super Chats, maybe explain it to us. Yeah. Rather than just be like, you guys don't even know. I make tons of money and I'm doing really fucking well. How? Just tell us so that, just shut us up. Yeah. Explain to us where this income is coming from because no one can figure it out. I'm also offended by the assertion that he's making that these quote unquote whales are wielding some kind of influence over yeah. the people that are creating the content. Right. They're they're tipping. It's like a thank you for the show. They're not saying, oh, well, I give you that 50 bucks. So if you don't talk about Chad Zumach, then I'm going to withhold my donations. It's not yeah, what's not, happening it's not, it's not in a any request way. Line. Yeah. Yeah. You're he's not like, all right. He's trying to say that. To the, to the highest like, bidder. We'll do whatever segment. Yeah, my nephew's going to co-host. Yeah. <laughs> to and be fair, David Chandler did give him $1,000 to jump in a pool, and he jumped in a pool. Well, <laughs> oh, I mean, okay, that's fun. That's his decision to <laughs> so, make. <laughs> but it it's a kind of what you said wasn't happening. Yeah, so a dunk tank is one thing, but as far as like people contributing to your show because they enjoy it. Well, if you're going to make those donations your whole income stream and be dependent on it like he's doing yeah that's your problem right it's not that's not what everyone else is doing and no. he just said he's not depending he's not he's you. killing yeah. it yeah. He made, yeah. you don't even understand he's making tons he's of money working in the shadows he's doing no fine. he's saying that you guys are though catalytic converters can be sold on the black market very easily yeah. these days and you don't even understand how easy it is for him to make a living so later that afternoon he goes out again and now Patrick Melton starts sniping him. And so what happens is Chad recognizes he's being sniped. So he snipes back. And I get that audio looping thing where it's them. Why is the mirrors facing each other? It just goes on and on and on <laughs> yeah. for uh, infinity. And Chad's explaining how he is winning. Because what Patrick Melton said is that I bet Chad will go home for Thanksgiving. I bet he will go home. And Chad's like, Oh, wrong again, motherfucker. Chad, you fall off your bicycle and go to the hospital. You think you think I believe you don't go to the police if someone threatens your life? Remember when you fell off your bicycle and you went to the hospital? You remember when you said, I guarantee Chad's going home for Thanksgiving. You remember that? I bet you any amount of money he's going home for Thanksgiving and there's no dead neighbor. Guess what, Belton? I'm not going home because I can't afford it. I can't go to my friend's funeral tomorrow. Chad, you fall off. <laughs> you lie to your audience. You think, you think. What a weird. <laughs> I know. Right? No one told me there was going to be boasting. <laughs> That's so pathetic. Yeah, it's hard to wrap my head around this one. So then, because Patrick Melton is listening to this mm-hmm. and he's going, how much could it cost to fly from Tampa to Cleveland? So he decides to look it up and he finds that there are inexpensive options out there for him. I swear to God, look up tickets to Ohio right now. They're $250 round trip. Let's look it up. <laughs> Let's look up. He just said, I uh-huh, swear to God. No, and you're dumb. I couldn't buy a ticket even if I wanted to. I thought you could buy a house next to Carl. I fly Delta only. <laughs> I thought you made a hundred grand this year in Super Chat. I thought you had $10,000 cash to but spare you said you from guaranteed, somebody last week. I guarantee. I can't afford a coach plane ticket. 
on Spirit Airlines. I don't fly Spirit. I don't fly Spirit. I fly Delta. I fly Delta and Delta only. I like this highfalutin, Chad. Oh, it's hilarious. So. Chad is very brand loyal to Delta (laughs) for some reason, which is a weird thing because Tampa's not even a hub for Delta. It'd be one thing if you're like, no, I get all my flights out of Atlanta on Delta because that's their hub and makes sense. He's got a lot of stolen rewards points out of cards right, yeah, somewhere. That's why he's got to fly Delta. So Delta's, Delta's the only one that doesn't consult the no-fly list. <laughs> Good point. Maybe that's, yeah, maybe that's the only airline he's allowed on. That's a possibility. So later on, there's more of him talking about how he only flies Delta because Melton actually finds United for $208 round trip. And United's fine. Yeah. And, you know, and Chad's just like, oh, I don't fly United. I only fly Delta. And uh, the guy, John Marlowe, sends me these clips. He wrote to me, he goes, defying every micro microeconomic principle of price elasticity, Chad, a poor person, is brand loyal to the end when Melton finds round-trip tickets from Tampa to Cleveland for 208 on United. I don't fly United. I fly Delta. The weirdest response to this, and it, it gets even more childish here because, because they're on this loop thing, you hear what they said seven seconds instead of just having a conversation with each other yeah then it keeps going back and forth no 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 i didn't remember it no 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 amazing no 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 i'm tripping no 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 so, John Marlowe explained this to me. This goes on for over two hours. He goes, the first hour is fine, just a regular Chad episode, whatever he's talking about. And then as soon as the snipe started happening and this happened, he's like, holy shit, this is something else. It's hard to understand anything that's going on here in a whole other state of mind all of a sudden. So this is Chad's excuse for why his show wasn't very good as he's getting sniped by Mountain. Imagine if this was your show. Imagine you let somebody do this to your stream. What the fuck is wrong? I wasn't doing a show. I was just trying to show. I literally just fucked just with do you. Your little show. There was no show. There was no show. I mean, what the fuck? There was never a show. You're getting run over, dog. No, I'm not. Um, dings. This isn't a show. It's not a show. <laughs> yes, it is. I love that excuse. He's on there streaming on his channel. He's like, "Well, it's, it's not a show." Go, your guitar playing sucks tonight. I'm not playing guitar. Yeah, yeah what guitar? This isn't a rock <laughs> show. Yeah, I'm not even trying to do guy. What are you guys talking about? A weird excuse. <laughs> You're getting run over. No, I'm not. <laughs> so there. It's a fucking weird. So Chad is so dumb. He doesn't understand why the loop is happening. The fact that it's playing, he's <laughs> saying it, then it's playing on his show, but it's playing back on his show because he's sniping and they're sniping each other. He finally turned down. Uh, Chad, you better quit while you're behind, LOL. Imagine if this was your show. Oh, Chad's so dumb. He thinks I'm playing a loop. He doesn't understand that we're watching his show and he's watching my oh, show. Oh, so I'm so dumb. I'm playing a loop. He said it a couple times. I didn't catch it. But he just said it there, and now I caught what he's saying. T- he goes, okay, stop playing that loop. Yeah, 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 Chad. I have a loop that I play. It's my confusing Chad loop that I hit play on. You fucking idiot. You fucking idiot. 
That was that was Chad's big response. He realized, like, oh, shit, I am dumb. He's got me there, and he's just playing it on his own show. I always think of Chad as pretty expressionless, but you can tell when he's getting mad. Oh, yeah. Even when he's not yelling or whatever. Stewing. Yeah, yeah. He, he is getting run over. Yeah. I For know sure. I'm losing this right now. <laughs> well, the other thing, too, during this whole thing is that Chad, as you can see, is putting up these comments that aren't even super chats. And all the while... Over on Patrick Melton's channel, he is getting bombarded with people becoming members and super chatting him and all this stuff. So Chad is losing in every possible way that he could be losing during all this, but he keeps it going. And again, Chad thinks that just like Suttering John, they're the same fucking person. The only difference is that John actually has a resume. Chad doesn't. Chad thinks that being funny is just mimicking someone. Like that, that's a good joke. And he thinks that he's he's getting over on Patrick Melton by doing that. What's the matter? You don't like the mimic? You don't like me mimicking you? Huh? You don't like that. That bothers you. So you're going to try to, uh oh, look, he's mimicking again. Yeah, Melton. You talk like with a gay lisp. Of course. I got to point that out. Between me and you is, I don't run away from you. You like to pretend I do, but I don't. Mimic. He's mimicking. So oh, she, she. It's, it's, not that, it's not that he is upset that you're mimicking him. It's that he's goofing on you for that's your only response to this show is you have nothing else. Nothing. Chad never knows how to respond to anything in a witty way with a good retort or anything like that. So at a certain point, Chad's just staring down at his phone and Patrick Melton recognizes this and Chad has a, once again a great excuse Flim, flam, Chad is on his phone so right. good, good. Chad is on his light. phone we're dancing in circles in this joy yes I'm on my phone who cares what now what next where's the bit where's the funny Chad is checked out of his own show he's on his phone this isn't a show the night like a melody should we're singing along life's a dance it's all good what is this what is your show? What is this? <laughs> and you may ask yourself. What is your show? <laughs> I'm sorry. I need to ask. What the fuck is going on on Melton's show? So, what, what is that? Those, yes. So what's going on here is that when people become members, they have these graphics that come up and they say, hey, congratulations, you're a member. And it shows it has like sounds. It's, okay. It's a very Twitch thing to do. And also when people give certain amounts of super chats an ai voice that's chad zumach's voice will read the super chat okay yeah <laughs> which is funny i have a clip of that coming up in just a second but i just want to switch over real so quick it's all in audience engagement correct yeah all that right in front of chad well yes, is chad has nobody on his show because people are giving him money that's gotcha. why you're seeing all of these prompts happening now i'm loving it so let's switch over to melton's stream real quick and see how he's responding chad's over there going chad's over there going do your show. Where's your show? It's like, this isn't my show. This is my week off, idiot. You know what my show is. I do it every morning for four hours. You know what my show is. You watch it every day. Don't pretend like this is my show. Don't pretend like this is, oh, look, Melton has nothing. This is a joke. This is a hang. We're watching you. This is your show. This is your show. Let's not pretend. Clue. This he is, doesn't know what to I'm do I'm sitting anymore. in piss. I don't know what to do. Chad's over there going, Chad's over there going, do your what show. am I doing? Your show? It's like, this isn't my show. This is my week this off. This isn't my it? show either. It's my you week off. You know what my show is. I do it every morning for four hours. You know what my this show is. This wasn't a show. You watch it every day. <laughs> What's the title like of this? This is my show. Don't pretend like this. Oh, look, Melton has nothing. This is a joke. 
This is a constant joke, you dummy. This wasn't a show. Look at the title. The title says Melt and Pretend is a shitty version of Red Bull. I'm sitting in Paris. I don't know what to do. Jed's over there going, Jed's over there going, do your show. What am I doing? This isn't my show. This is my week. Oh, no, we got a lot of members. Chad, we're getting members. Sorry. For four hours. You know This wasn't a show. Sorry, Chad. We're getting a lot of memberships over here. And I. Red Bar. I was asking for you to troll. This is a Mind joke, you Ooh, dummy. You. This, this wasn't a show. No, I pick up a pen. Pick up a pen. Is a shitty You left me no choice. I have to do this to you, Melton. Chad is in hell. <laughs> and he deserves it. This is insane. What's going on right here? Oh, the internet. Who knew this would happen, huh? And not me. You're the one that brought a potato into this. <laughs> That's true. A guy who dresses like a potato. <laughs> so... This is the super chat coming in on Melton show. And so there's an AI voice reading it in Chad's voice. And Chad has to just listen to this. Servers thrown in oh, the Oh, no. Trash. Another five memberships, Chad. Okay. So I should point out. So there's, these memberships are coming in. And what you're going to hear is in Chad's voice coming in AI. I love Godfrey, Swartzen, and Florentine. I'll be your opener. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about my asshole. <laughs> saying that Chad's gonna open his ass to these people. Will sound like Chad. Another five. Oh wait, Chad, we got another five over here. Uh, Chad, read on that. Oh no, was... five gifted. Five more. These are the dumbest Chad. people ever. Five more. Uh, let's get to the point. I love Cock Godfrey Schwartz and Brennan and Florentine. I'll be your opener. Not comedy. I mean, I'm look at this. About my asshole. Look at this. This is his show. This is what. This is his show, Melton. This is your show. Looks more. You can say whatever you want, show. but this is all you do. Watch other people. It actually looks kind of exciting over there. Yeah. It's like fun, and you're playing Energetic. people goofing on you, and it's happening on your show, which is probably not great. So Tukey decided to uh, snipe Chad, and this is immediately right as the show starts. This is Chad watching us watching our clip on Opie again. So I guess this is his Kumius Cuck show or whatever it is. I can't so sit here and listen show. to this sad oh, tub of shit quick hits. talk anymore. What this show is. The I'm world talking. must oh, know Tukey's thoughts Carl, on this zero. It's all of the stuff this that talentless nobody who feels that he can Opie judge other him. people's shows. No Let's go, Chad. What do you got to say? Now we're just watching Carl. What are we doing? Let's go, Fetzo. You're ruining Tookie's Thanksgiving. A clip for my new show. He doesn't set anything up. It just lets it play. I have to play you this episode. Carl, I love you, but I was planning on goofing on Chad, but he's just watching your show. But it goes on for over a minute. And... The oh, it goes on and on. Now we're oh well, he is putting up the Opie chat. That is good. Show. He's engaging. Wow. Oh, yeah. I think I remember this episode. You're accusing somebody. Is, he's got a guest on. Carl's just... accusing somebody for laughing at his own joke. Has he ever watched his show back? Oh, wow. That's a pretty hot take. Where have I heard that one before? Oh, yeah. Stuttering John Melendez. The least original, least funny person on the planet made that same observation. The other Chad. mimic. Good job. Yeah. They both do this the exact same way. It's incredible. They're the same person. Hey, y'all. Ever watched his show back? At least Carl tries to make like jokes, Fatso. Discovered that when do you ever make jokes? On him. This is not a show. This is not a show. Hit like, you cowards. But this is not a show. So, uh, we have to do this. He cannot be comfortable. 
loses the The Dutch fight. shark must know that the Tuki shark is always oh. in the water. This is great right here. This is the new production that Tuki uh, introduced this week. Dum 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 chat is dum 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 chat is dum 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 Tuki Shark Tuki Shark Dum 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 so that was that just came someone grabbed the audio, Tuki was just riffing right there, and someone made that video of Kiki Loco. Kiki Loco, thank you, made the Tuki Shark video of uh the shark attacking Dum 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 dum. You're dum 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 dum. Television. The the shark is attacking both Chad and uh, Stuttering John on the boat, which is uh, fantastic. Love it. And uh, just again, Chad, you're keeping really good company, being exactly like Stuttering John Melendez. <laughs> I do know how to exactly. pick him. How dare you, Cardiff? Come over here. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> sucker. Happy Minnesota Thanksgiving to you. And I have to tell you that Cardiff brought a brand new game today. I got to bring in Annie for this. Ooh. Annie, what's happening? Holiday spectacular. Hey, everyone. There Happy hey. holidays. Hi. Happy holidays, Annie. Thanks for joining us today. So is there any setup that we need for this new game that you have? Cardiff? Uh, no, you'll you'll it'll be fa- it'll be fairly familiar. All right, let's go. It's time for everyone's favorite game show. <laughs> to cat. Oops. <laughs> to poke a dabbler. <laughs> to poke a dabbler. Now, I want to point out the joke on this is that it is to poke a dabbler episode zero zero zero. One, so we're assuming we're going to get to at least a thousand of these <laughs> this year. <laughs> this year, yes. All right, great. I'm looking forward to this. All right, I like it already. Dabbler, are you ready to play to poke a dabbler? Marv Levy was their head coach, but they lost four times in a row. So the Bills are probably the big losers, but Lady Kmart. That's his favorite team. That's his favorite team. So Not anymore. It's the Lions now. Go Lions. On Thanksgiving Day against the Packers. His microphone sounds like it's in a cup. Yeah. Or maybe yeah, the audio it, it is a cup with string. Or maybe <laughs> in a computer because he doesn't have a microphone. That's his favorite team. So, of course, Lady K, lat- he, he likes to back losers. So he backs the biggest loser in the NFL, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, so then you go, all right, John, you, that's a small, that's a small sample. I mean, you can't go by that. I mean, then I go, okay. His favorite baseball team is the Cubs. <laughs> the Cubs who hadn't won a Super Bowl in over 100 years because of the curse of the goat. And I am the goat. You and certainly I'm are. the worst person. And I'm the worst person. And I'm the worst person. Yep. Oops. And I'm the worst person to fuck with. Lady Kmart. There's and an I editing be mistake there. I'm fucking with you. Considering the amount of hate you stoked my way. Penny Rickle. Here surely has a big hug. That's one thing going for him. But when you're four foot seven, 
you know, it, it's, you know, a big hog is about four inches. Uh, and B, thanks for five bucks. Hey, John, can you tell the story of Mr. X getting mad at you? Why, surely? I farted at the dinner table with me, Howard, Robin, and everybody else. And Mr. X poured a glass of water in my lap. I got really pissed off. And we were going to have a boxing match. And that is the story. And then he came to our senses. And we decided not to have a boxing match. Because Mr. X was a really cool dude. Yeah, I shouldn't have been farting at a dinner table. How did John justify his actions? <laughs> Number one. I didn't know it would be silent but deadly. Two. It's not like the food was served yet. Three. A lot of people were talking. I didn't think anyone would hear. Four. It was just a joke. And five. It just eked out. To poke a tablet. I have to say... You're playing fireworks factory slowed way down. It's so distracting to me. It's really annoying. <laughs> Please don't do that ever again. <laughs> fireworks factory now available wherever you stream music on the Isotopes new album called Fireworks Factory. I, I had to slow it down so I didn't get a copyright strike. Okay, <laughs> makes sense. I was able to name the tune in uh, twelve notes. No, congratulations. So. I know the answer to this. I'm sorry, I've already seen this clip, so I will go over to you, Andy. What do you think? I am going to guess B. The, the food, food had not come yet? Okay. And Lucy Typebox? I was also going to go with it's two. There's no food served yet. There's no yet. food served yet. <laughs> Annie, what do you say? Three. It's weird that they're just regularly numbered. No oh, shit. Yes. Yeah, I didn't want is. anything to distract from the... <laughs> poking of the dabbler. There's no triangle this week. Yeah. I also went with three. Okay, what is three? Because I can't read the text. Uh, a lot of people talking. Here. Okay. All right. Let's what's what's the out. answer, Carl? It's two. Oh, okay. <laughs> Food has a count. Yes. I farted at the dinner table with me, Howard, Robin, and everybody else. And... Mr. X poured a glass of water in my lap. I got really pissed off. And we were going to have a boxing match. And that is the story. And then he came to our senses. And we decided not to have a boxing match. Because Mr. X was a really cool dude. Yeah, I shouldn't have been farting at a dinner table. It's not like the food was served yet. <laughs> I just had gas. Uh, Penny Wrinkle, did I say the Cubs didn't win a Super Bowl? Sorry. Yes, I just woke up out of my nap. The Cubs didn't win a World Series in over 100 years. I think you're probably right, Penny Rick. I'm sorry about that. I think you're That's all for right. this time. <laughs> Come back next time you're right. I am to find idiot. out if you have the mangled, disgusting, dirty stink finger enough to poke a dabbler. Subreddit Surfing Live, Saturday, March the 9th. Comedy at the Carlson in Rochester, New York. Get your tickets now at carlsoncomedy.com. Sit, Eugene, sit. Good dog. I'm willing to admit they're not all winners.
No, that's great. Thank you very much. I loved much. it. I yeah. won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a great, great game, Carter. Thank you. It. You have to understand, though, if John's going to be calling me out for liking the Cubs and the Bills, I've probably seen this. You're probably yeah. going to watch that clip. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> it's from like two weeks ago, right? Could yeah, last, last week. Yeah. But it's fun. It's fun that John's decided in a very childish manner. I, I can't imagine if you were in middle school and you're like, you're such a loser. Even the team you like sucks. Like, what? Yeah. What does that mean? What are you talking about? Yeah. I'm like I'm on the team, John. Yeah. My dad could beat up your dad. Well, think about this. I, I bring up the Lions because they're just top of mind right now. The Lions have been terrible forever. There are CEOs in Detroit who are Lions fans. They're doing very well. They're very successful. They're doing very well for themselves. It's not has nothing to do with being a loser. It's not like losers, <laughs> like loser teams. <laughs> it's based on where you grow up and who you like growing up. I don't know if I need to explain this to anybody. I think everyone except for John understands how well, this all works. It's the old bit, too. You're really just cheering for shirts. Yes, we're just cheering for the laundry. Just laundry. After all. <laughs> Correct. All right. What have we done today? I would say we've done it all because we looked at TV and film as a podcast category. There will be polls up. People can go on and vote and you can decide who brought the worst show. Was it Lucy Tightbox with Chanel Riccio? Riccio. Riccio. Was it Carl with Dear Shanty? Or was it Andy with Who La La? Also, we found out that Harrison Young is a 64-year-old virgin. <laughs> we found out that Tony Muskrat won the Carl Song parody contest and has all of the riches and treasure headed his way. <laughs> the to- mystery box. <laughs> <laughs> Whose dildo is this? <laughs> uh, Tukey killed it on MLC. Congratulations to Tukey for uh, winning Kevin over. It's funny you say that he's already turning on today because I was thinking about... They used to goof on me on MLC all the time. And then I finally got on there and I seemed to win people over and Kevin liked me and he had me on a couple of times and now we've totally, you know, <laughs> fallen out. So same shit. Yeah. It doesn't last very long when you get into his good graces. It doesn't uh, mean much. We talked about John fucking hell Melendez. Of course, baloney factory, Louis J Gomez versus Opie, Chad Zubach versus Patrick Melton, the new game to, Poke a dabbler. <laughs> so, well, you know what that ago. means. It's time for everyone's favorite uh, part of the show. This is the part of the show we play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing on the next episode of Who Are These Podcasts, which will be at its regular time this weekend, Saturday at 2 p.m. Despite my great nephew's birthday party that day and the holiday, I'm dedicated to this, motherfuckers. We're going to do this. And this is the show we'll be checking out. Shut up. Here we are. We're here, guys. Hey, look at us. It's here. It's us. We're here. It's Thursday. We're a little late. Fuck you. We don't really got a day like other podcasts. We just come out sometime during the week. All right? So be happy we're here. If you're not happy, go fuck yourself. We're here. We're up here sneaking up on you, putting you in a chokehold like we're Draymond Green on a fucking (laughs) Tuesday night. This is a show called Shut Up Cincinnati, a suggestion from... Doug from Who's Right, who will be joining us on the show. Yeah. If you don't know, Doug has a lot of free time these days. The uh, client he was working with at his job that was well-paying and providing him with a life found out about his podcast and he got fired. 
Oh, which sucks. shit. Really? Yeah. Oh, it man. sucks. So Doug will be on. We'll talk to him about that. We also have a first timer coming on the show. Earl David Reed is going to be at the Comedy at the Carlson this weekend coming cool. up. And it turns out he's a big fan of the show. Awesome. And I was messaging with him and he's going to come over and be live in the studio with us. And he goes, we're doing Stuttering John, right? I was like, all right, cool. So he's, he's, <laughs> I mean, if we must. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like he might be doing something stupid between now and that. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> no, if there's a way that we can't do it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I like him. Yeah. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So that's going to be a good time. Check that out at its regular time coming up. Andy, thank you so much for coming over. Yeah. Doing the show, doing the research. We talked about the fact that we have somebody surfing live on March 9th. And I hear. There might be an opener for that show. Subreddit serving live March 9th. Come out featuring All Apologies Podcast That's at the right. beginning of the show. It's gonna their flesh Vinny was nice enough to I all I asked Vinny for was just maybe do a segment on the show. Yep. And he was nice enough to put it out there that we could do uh, our show before their show. So the Andy brothers will be there. Yeah. Like the Mario brothers. <laughs> Joe six pack. <laughs> yeah. And we just released uh, an episode, Colleen Ballinger. Vinny, uh, again, oh, Vinny, that's a great one. Vinny's yeah. looking out for us. He turned me on to the fact that Colleen Ballinger returned to vlogging, uh, primarily because she didn't want to get her monetized channel demonetized, but, uh, she's doing just the worst content, even, even worse than grooming children. She did something amazing. I have to give her credit for this. Yeah. Her apology video was a song. She hmm. wrote and performed a song as her apology, knowing that everyone was going to clip it and play it, and she could copyright strike everyone. Yeah, yeah. Because it happened to us. <laughs> <laughs> we put on her on these socials, and sure enough. She's no dummy over there. No. she doesn't, But her mommy vlog sucks ass. Check it out. Yes. All right. Excellent. Very good. And, of course, uh, Lucy Tightbox, once over with Kaylee. That's correct. Sometimes you do shows on there? Sometimes. I'm working on it. What do you got going on I'm right busy. now? Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles should be out soon. I'm going to keep right. saying that every week. Yeah. yeah. One of good. these days. Looking forward to that. Alabunga. Annie, what are you working on these days? We are doing What Is This Game over on YouTube. We had Skinny Chad Zumok from the Dabbleverse on this week. He does his own podcast, Conspire a Theory. Uh, it's like a an investigative podcast. Um, we had him on to play XCOM, a strategy shooter game. So uh, you can find that on YouTube at WITGS. Uh, Skinny Chad Zumak also does phenomenal art. Continues to make great pieces for us that we definitely appreciate. Uh, Cardiff, have you gotten your plugs out of the way yet? Do you have more to plug? Uh, potato Soup, Sunday night, 10 o'clock, and CarlsonComedy.com for tickets. And don't forget, Carl will be opening that show. So, Andy, you're That's middling. That's true, yes. You're middling. That's true. Oh, I have to go oh, up and do a uh, stand-up set. Oh, I thought you were headlining. I should. I'm gonna, <laughs> let's get the crowd warmed up for me here. What do I got to go out there first? <laughs> All right, I'll MC. <laughs> All right, now you're talking. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting yes. uh, event. So, if you're going to be in Rochester on March 9th, and why would you be? But if you were, I would recommend you get tickets for Subreddit Surfing Live. Come at the Carlson. We'll be hanging out that whole weekend. That should be fun. The Bladcast, Christian says, Thanksgiving was October 7th in Minnesota because it's so cold. I heard the debate about that, whether or not Minnesotans celebrate Thanksgiving at the same time that the rest of us do. Just don't know why. And no Minnesotans will be coming up to Buffalo this weekend. None will? Oh, you haven't heard? What's going on? There's a big like car bombing on the Rainbow Bridge. Yeah. <laughs> They've closed all the borders. 
It's World War Three. Oh, it just I, happened. I, I didn't hear about that. It just happened like three hours oh, ago. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. yeah uh, it's hard to say what exactly is going on, but a, a car bomb went off on. Like at the Rainbow Bridge. That's the good border. Yeah. <laughs> that's where you go. Guys, that's the border that's safe. What? That's the border I use. No. <laughs> Say it ain't so. That's terrible. All right. Well, hopefully that won't happen on March 9th because we got to get potatoes over that border. Yes. Because it's, 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 it's faster just to drive through Minnesota. Canada. Yes. yes. Correct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, as Everybody well, knows that. Guys. Please join us again next time. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everybody. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. And now the show is over now. Mm, okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. How are we doing with reviews these days, Annie? Anything new coming in? Uh, we have a couple of newer, but not any brand new ones. It seems like people are slowing down around the holidays. Uh, Hold on a second. A- Annie, just lie to us. I mean, I have two. this is theater of the mind. This just in. <laughs> yeah. I have two. They're just not brand new. All right. They were going to put in the review, and then the border got shut down with the car bomb. All right. I understand. These things are. <laughs> we have one from BF Rocks, November 16th, 2023. Harry from Chicago here. Gary from San Diego is the goat. Rock and Rolla. All right. Rock and Rolla. <laughs> I pass the torch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess that that's a five-star review. That is. Nice. We have one more review from Kindy is Quen, uh, November 17th, 2023. Maybe Kindy will take over. Best thing to happen to the show since Kevin. All right. Very good. So we had a pretty big lull in between <laughs> Kevin and Kindy, but somehow we survived it. That's pretty good. It just needed another K. Uh, is that a uh, <laughs> is that a five star? Yes. All right. Cool. So I should mention real quick that when you're on our Patreon or Supercast and you set up for the top tier, I put in there if you ever want to have a Zoom meeting or phone call or something with me, you can do that. And I had someone take me up on that. So I talked to Monty on Sunday, also a Canadian, and I had a conversation with him. So if you do want to have a meeting or just a chat or something and you're on the top tier, shoot me a note and we'll get that set up. I forget to tell people that that's uh, one of the perks of doing that. You forget to honor your obligations. Listen, I'm not going to make you talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> you want to talk to me? You can. Speaking of which, we met some really cool people in Buffalo when the ASOS played there this past weekend. Yes. Thank you for the support. Um, Michael P., obviously. Who brought me he brought me a shirt i gotta wear it on the show one of these days but the bar that john performed at in iowa double, double zeros Z. yeah double z oh, yeah. he got me one of those it's got the logo he recreated the logo made it onto his shirt and then the back says it was a barbecue restaurant nice so we appreciate that very much all right let's hit some voicemails paulie from dirty jersey listen buddy under 45 seconds, please. He's singing these songs, these holiday songs for us. But he's got this big long setup, and then he's got he's holding out notes forever. I can't play these on my show, they're too long. People who didn't make it too long are people like this. Hey Carl, you know, all these people calling in bitching about not getting their shit put on the show, you know, like you know, I, I the first time I called in you played my voicemail. But you know the thing is, I never say my name. I'm not a character. But I am a character. I, I'm a, you know what? 
those people, they suck. They just suck. If you can't leave a voicemail that Carl will play, what are you even doing with yourself? You loser. Don't call me that. Yeah, no shit. So easy to get your voicemail played. We play all the voicemails. Who's not getting their voicemail played? But one of the ways to get your voicemail played is to keep them short. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Callback Curtis called in. Hey, Carl. Callback Curtis. I just want to say, uh, you know, seven or eight years ago, I actually did date a girl who had one club foot. It wasn't really, like, something hideous to look at, but, I mean, it's just something you don't stare at. I don't know. Even if you had active club feet, I don't think it'd be a huge deal. Funny enough, though, the one thing you two do have in common, you're both fucking cunts. Oh, didn't see that coming. Should you call him back? Jeez, I guess not. Doesn't seem to like me at all. Fair enough. All right, this is a message for Zion Force. <laughs> yeah, that Zion Force guy sounds like a fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good call. Zion Force, Zion. Hey, Carl. Um... Just wanted to call and add to the sort of ongoing discussion about whether John is a mastermind or not and um, kind of baking it. And I don't think he is, but I want to give him some credit because he is probably one of the only actually entertaining bull cows out there. Um, I've watched his, I started watching his show on Twitter and it's really fun to watch and just kind of make fun of him and laugh at his amazing stupidity. And he's not nearly as boring as. I don't know, Chris Chan or other bull cows out there, or even honestly half of the shows that you guys watch. So I think he's kind of in that category of being like gold medal at the Special Olympics like every single year. So uh, I don't know. Look for thought. Have a good one. I know what you mean. As repetitive as he is, his shows have been compelling lately. I was prepping for my appearance on Drew and Mike yesterday, and John was talking about me for an hour and a half straight. So I got very distracted. I'm just like, what's he saying now? What the fuck? I'm trying to pull some clips over here. Corey Feldman, and you're fucking me up here with all of this. And I know that my buddy Drew Lane is. So it used to be, well, I mean, it normally is. After they get done with their show, they record their show in the late afternoon. So they'll get done around 6, 630. And then Drew will just put on music and he'll have a mix go in. And they'll just rock out after the show is done. Lately, he's just going directly to Stuttering John and just watching Stuttering John's show to get caught up on Rip everything. Off. It's hard not he's to. Talk- I know. <laughs> I know it really is. He's doing something right. Even though he's doing everything wrong, he's doing something right. So we all know Sandy. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> we all know Sandy in San Diego. Sandy called in. Normally, she doesn't call in. Usually, Gary does. And then maybe she'll be there and he'll yell at her or something. But this is surprising. That's incorrect, Carl. She always uses <laughs> Gary's phone. Oh, oh, she does. Yeah, Gary has the number pre-programmed. I see. Okay. Well, okay. So this is kind of her calling in from Gary's yes. phone then. <laughs> hey, this is uh, Sandy from San Diego. I just wanted to warn you. Gary's not who you think he is. He beats in and rapes me and Judy mercifully. Please, Carl. Gary's not who he, you say he's who he says he is. Oh, no. He's a monster and a rapist. Gary, please leave us alone. Yikes. He's impregnated me about a dozen times over the years, and then he just kicks me down the basement stairs to terminate the pregnancy. Gary's a monster. Oh my, oh my God, he's coming. He's coming. I, I gotta go. Please. <laughs> oh no, that's horrible. I, I liked Gary. I don't think that was Sandy. All right, well that 
I don't think that was Sandy because that same caller called in right after that with this phone call. <laughs> hey, Holmes, this is Carlos. Me and my Mexican brothers have been listening to your podcast lately. Stop appropriating our culture. Okay. Our culture is not a costume, okay, Holmes? When you want to talk about tortillas or burritos, then you come correct and you respect our culture, okay? Because a flour tortilla is not nothing to fucking play with. Okay, Holmes? <laughs> All right. Vinny's fat, Vato. That was pro character there. <laughs> to explain the Vinny's fat. Apparently, there was something that I was not picking up on with this whole flour tortilla thing. What's that? It's Coke. It's another word for Coke, the flower part. Oh. I, I, that's what I'm guessing from a lot of the voicemails I got. They're like, girl, what are you, an idiot? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I thought we were literally talking about tortillas all this time. So, shows what I know. What's a corn tortilla, then? That's a great question. Well, it's it's kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, other than that, of it's course. It's kind of like when you, call, when you call your dealer and you're either looking for the White Album or Green Day. You know, there isn't another thing, right? There isn't a thing for Metallica. You know what I mean? Uh, heroin <laughs> by the Velvet Underground. <laughs> oh, I thought I had something there with this uh, phone we have tapped, but nope. They're just looking for a CD. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Gary in San Diego, call it in. Hey, Carl. Gary in San Diego. Well, you're to be congratulated, I guess. Uh, you've leapfrogged to the top of John's most hated list. Yes. He blames you for all the vitriol and hate that's coming his way more than anybody. You've surpassed Shuley, and you're the top of the totem pole now. Uh, I swear, if he ever sees you, it's Katie bar the door. He's going to attack you for sure. Anyway, watch out for stuttering John. Uh, anyway, Carl, keep on rocking in the free world. Rock and roll. <laughs> All right. Weird. He sounds sick. Weird yeah, yeah. yeah. Running out of gas. He's probably been raping Sandy. All day. <laughs> I think he got that Green Day album. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like it. And you know, he just reminded me, I had another clip that I totally missed. Someone asked John in the super chat if he thinks he has any responsibility for the hatred that he gets online. I'll play it on the next episode because it's it's too fucking funny, his response to it. Uh, spoiler. <laughs> None of it's his fault, of course. <laughs> Cow photographer calling in. Oh, and I think Cow photographer might be a couple episodes behind mm. because we were talking about, I think it was Tower Gang. We're talking about Indian girls' vaginas. Does yes. that sound right? Yeah. And they were talking about, they weren't saying good things about them. If I remember. Not necessarily yeah. good. Okay. Hey, Carl. It's a cow photographer. Uh, let me say, as a man with a very strong Indian girl fetish, we call them Daisies, and uh, they have magnificent pussies. Been with a number of Indian women, and they are the best. I highly recommend it. Cheat on Jimmy Jingles with an Indian lady if you have the opportunity. Maybe Rajveer. Uh, she'll, yeah. She might She might put out, but probably not. She's a, she's a classy lady. But, yeah, Indian pussy, not weird. Very good. Go fuck yourself. All right. Good to know. Well, the next time we do a live show somewhere. Acquiring Minds. Uh, Deluxe. <laughs> Deluxe calling into the show. 
Carl Delos on the left coast. Hey, I heard you guys on Hughesy talking about uh, KG potentially being gay. I used to live in New York back in the day, kind of down near the cellar, and everybody knew Kevin dated girls, but he was gay. It was pretty much understood. He used to do sets, 20 bucks cash at the cellar, ride his bike right over to the park down the street and give $5 hand jobs. Um, and try to make a little bit money, then hit another club, then give more hand jobs, and that was just kind of what Kevin did. Peace. I mean, D. Lux doesn't nearly uh, normally steer us wrong. So if he's saying Kevin Brennan was a gay guy in New York City years ago, I, allegedly, I, knew I recognized him from somewhere. <laughs> it's a place that quite could be true. It. You recognize that right hand anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, what's up, Carl? This is Paco. Uh, you know that? I was listening to the voicemail segment and, uh, on episode 463. And that, that guy from Mexico, he's not so fucking gay, dude. <laughs> 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 I hate fools like that, dude. You know what I'm saying? It's not just that fool either, dog. Bunch of fools from Mexico sound like that, all gay and stuff, dog. They're taking more Spanish side. But it's all good, you know? I don't care, fool. I really don't care. You know what I'm saying? I care. I care a little bit. That's why I'm speaking on it. But, uh, yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to, uh, Cardiff Electric again. You know, he hasn't gotten many shout outs. Also, shout out to Kroger. Uh, I kind of missed that boy. He's funny. He used to be funny. Uh, I think he's still funny, but he's just not on the show. You know what I'm saying? That's why I was, you know, I, 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 I'll see you guys later, man. Okay. <laughs> All right. Good, Good talk. So, uh, Andy and I were on Paco's Power Hour just this past weekend. That's right. I didn't know you were going to be on the show. It was a pleasant surprise. Oh, okay. When I popped on, you knew, you knew <laughs> yeah, I was going to be on the show? I Only because you mentioned it oh, before right. you got there. So, Fair enough. No, he tried, okay. to, he tried to surprise us both. That was so. cool. Yeah. We reviewed this uh, Kid Frost album Yeah, from 95 or something like that. Yep. And it sounded like... Uh, a couple of Mexicans went, let's just rip off Dre and do what he's doing. Yes. Every song sounded like. <laughs> every song. Let me ride. Just, yeah. Right. <laughs> Only about vatos. Yeah. But it was Paco's favorite album. He was giving everything fives <laughs> yeah. across the board. It was pretty funny. <laughs> no matter how awful it was. It's, it was a fun episode. I, I enjoy talking to Paco. He's always a trip. It's great. So people should check that out. Carl, you've reviewed a bunch of shitty podcasts that have always like kind of pissed me off. Or, but I always get a, like, a laugh out of them. That fat guy podcast has actually made me angry and put me in a bad mood. Yeah. That fat tub of lard that kept saying, like, oh, man, my friends need to change their houses so they can I can keep eating fucking candy all day and then I can walk around without breaking the toilet. Fuck you. You've made me hate fat people way more than I already do. I'm going to install a super fun happy slide in front of my house. It's got a weight limit to it that I'll send you right after the fucking dumpster. It's the only receptacle big enough for you. Fuck fat people. Have a nice day. Wow. Yeah, that guy was pretty hateable. Oh, yeah. The, the chub of the Chubby Chaser <laughs> show. I had no idea that was going on. I I thought, this is crazy, guys, because I don't know a lot about the um, gay culture. I thought that when you were disgustingly overweight, that you were unattractive to everyone. <laughs> that, that, was, that was my thought on this thing, and I was completely wrong about that. You could be 550 pounds. And have guys... There's some creep out there for you. Guys on Bigger City reaching out to you for butt sex. 
breaking toilets and breaking hearts. Yeah, it's just yeah. A go figure. Thing, man. It's a man's Their world. Own heart. It's a man's world. It, re- it really is. Wow, that was something else. Big fat gay podcast. Yep. Perfect. The, it's the title and the description. It's amazing. All right, this is Jerry in San Antonio. Now, what Jerry does is he reports on Chad Zumach. Gary is on Celery John. Jerry is on Zumach. Hey, Carl, Jerry from San Antonio. My wife, Rudy, she was asking me of other examples of why Chad Zumach's a loser. I'm like, okay, he lost one of his lips. What a loser. Reduce, reuse, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Very good. Thank you, Jerry, for checking in on that. I always like to hear about people's conversations with their significant others when you're calling into the show. This one is coming in from Barry from Chicago. (laughs) Jesus. Now... Barry is not like Jerry or Gary. Barry, I think, has called into the show before. I think we know who this guy is. Listen closely. Hi, Carl. This is Barry in uh, Oak Park, Chicago. So I was talking to my wife, uh, Miss Shandy, and she was saying to me, how does Carl expect Stuttering John to rent out his place in Cape Coral uh, as a summer rental, he, he doesn't have any furniture. Uh, if, the, if he leaves cores in the fridge, he'll charge the people for using the mini bar. Uh, anyways, don't call me back. Sasha Amalia. <laughs> all right. Good to hear from you, Barry. It's been a while. Oh my God. One of my favorite callers of all time calling it. Speaking of my favorite callers of all time. I mean, I don't worry about that extra stuttering John ticket I got. That's been taken care of. But I have come into possession of some Southwest Airline credits that I need to use. So uh, you got a date for that live show, Carl? Uh, call me back. Hi, Lucy. Love you. <laughs> I was just thinking about you. BPG calling in. I have to tell you that uh, I was supposed to have a call today. We weren't able to coordinate on that. But we might have a venue and a date. Awesome. Tampa, yes, in March. No, you so be ready for that. It's an awesome venue. I'm very excited about it. March ninth, and no, it's not that okay. weekend. It's a different weekend, and uh, we have some already incredible people. We'll be doing the show with, collabing on that. So cool announcements will be made very soon. But we just gotta figure out the details. But bigger announcements. I think that Barack Obama call led us down another path. It was Barry, but yeah, oh Barry, sorry. Yeah, is that why John doesn't rent his house on Airbnb because he would have to furnish it first? That's one of the yeah, one of the many. many I think that's probably the main driver (laughs) that he's not getting six thousand a month. Yeah, I know that is so weird. He and he keeps saying that number too to prove how poor I am. Six thousand dollars a month Mm -hmm. for my house. Wouldn't you rent out your houses for six thousand dollars a month? You could very happily (laughs) easily go live somewhere else. Eight fifty cover that cost. (laughs) Kind of a lot of money. (laughs) So stupid. Uh, By the way, Gary called back a couple times, but Gary called in and suggested we get Dante, who John's been motherfucking recently. He was John's agent or manager or something. We should get Dante. I should reach out to him see if he wants to do WTP or Point Devil Point. That would be a lot of fun. And if you because if you tune into John, he'll he gave you his last name a couple days ago. So it's right I know. there. He's doxing everyone. It's it's incredible how he just can't stop himself from doxing everyone. Oh man, you were so funny on his show. 
when John goes, I've only doxed a couple of people. You're like, John, you're supposed to dox anyone. Why are you bragging about this? Why are you doxing anyone? What are you doing? So stupid. He's so stupid. We have one more call, and I'm happy to say, Tony Michaels is back (laughs) in the fold. Hey, Kevin. Tony Michaels here. How much more do you want to duck for the very boring Phil L. Normus? <laughs> that guy is so thin skinned, I'm surprised he doesn't burst the tubby. Cuck. And cut some more for Casey Brain Week. If he was any dumber, they'd euthanize him. Keep licking his balls while he fucks your wife, you toothy cuck. Remember when you refused to have me on your show, Kevin? Joey C, Kevin. Joey C. Where the C stands for retard. Oh. You toothy <laughs> fucking duck. Didn't see that coming. Drive in. Drive out. Drive through. By the way, why isn't you toothy duck a drop on your soundboard, you toothy duck? I don't take requests like that. <laughs> All right, well. Go fuck yourself, Tony. <laughs> Sorry, Tony Michaels. Uh, producer Chris is not writing that one down. I can tell you right now. All right, guys. This has been a lot of fun. We've gone very long. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. <laughs> Galaga. You know how we celebrate Thanksgiving in the States is by doing this. <laughs> Go fuck yourselves. Have a good week. Bye, Brennan. Okay, bye. That was a great episode. That was really great. I gotta go. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. A plane has hit. I rewatch it, Carly. Boom. (laughs) Mom. Boom. Okay, bye. <laughs> I don't know. Who gives a shit? Why am I even still doing this? I'm out of here. I know, Tuki. I'm, I'm a fucking loser. I'm a All fucking right, well, loser, Tuki. I don't know. <laughs>